Yo, you know how to space, space. Shout out to man in his podcast. Shout out Squint. Shout out Cody. Bitch, Squint and Cody still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me. Waited that space like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen. They got to the dream, huh? Squint and Cody still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me. Waited that space like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen. Yeah. They got to the dream. Huh? Meanie, meanie, money, money. Catch your thotty by her toe. If she say she don't listen to the podcast, I let her go. If she say she do, to see a motherfucking keep a grim reaper killing beast without the effort, cause I'm eat good. Came from the bottom, so jump from the top rope. My head is mad, how I'm spitting the scout flow. I'm on my game, running up for that pop flow. We want a green second cheese, just like nachos, huh? Say, let me breathe for a second, huh? I'll be ballin' hawk out in these threes, like I'm reffin', huh? Squints and Cody, still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me, waited that spells like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen, they got to the dream, huh? Squints and Cody, still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me, waited that spells like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen, they got to the dream. And that was my experience being an orgy. What's up, you guys? It's two men in a podcast. It's your boy Squints here. Uh, with Cody. Hey. Okay, don't let me introduce you. You're no, fucking fuck you. Fuck you. I introduced myself. Yeah, uh, okay. Oh, okay. The Mr. Kennedy gimmick. Uh, coming in out of Baltimore, Maryland, weighing 150 pounds. Uh, Cody, the interviewer. Get fucked. I'd do your job better. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> If it wasn't for you, you you wouldn't even have three hundred followers. If it was, yeah, if it wasn't for me, I wouldn't have three hundred followers. Exactly fuck right. you, bro. Fuck exactly you. right. Fuck you. Fuck you. So let's tell the people what, what we have lined up for this episode. We are reviewing Cyber Sunday two thousand six because you guys are a bunch of pricks. Um, and voted for that one. Uh, we for putting a pay per view in the poll. The that was fucking. You told me to. Yeah, Your but exact we. Were, we're Your invasion. exact words. <laughs> I've seen that too many damn times. No. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. I did a number generator like 2000 to 2010 and I landed on 06. And I was like, all right. In the call. And we were like, what year? 2001. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, five minutes later, you post the poll and it's all 2006. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> not the Raw and SmackDown. The Raw and SmackDown were 01. No, they were not. I promise to God the SmackDown Bro, one was. The SmackDown, the SmackDown one might have been, but the Raw definitely was not. Yeah, probably not. The SmackDown one was uh, the go-home show for Invasion. That's why I didn't want to do Invasion. I didn't want people thinking we were in an Invasion podcast. Yeah, fuck the Invasion, bro. But no, because I know how that works, bro. We'll do an Invasion podcast, and then we'd have to fucking rebook the Invasion and just know. But you know how many views those rebooking Invasion things get, though? Come on. Shit next week, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but anyways, we have three segments. Uh, we have the Cyber Sunday, the main event, it, because that's just what we're going to do. Sorry about it. Uh, a new segment where I ask Cody two random questions that I will also answer, but these are completely off the, like, he doesn't know what the first one is. I told him the second one off the air because it was for a bit. And then the first... <laughs> um, no, we have four segments. Holy shit. Um, idiot. One where we rank topics. I'm going to give him three topics, and he has to rank his top three for that topic. And then one where we just give our 
opinions on random shit. We just basically what we did last week when Cody said anybody over the age of 35 should die. I said 65. Thank you. <laughs> you um, said 60. Whatever. I stand by it. And then I showed the people at my uh, shoot job uh, the, vid the clip of that and they all agreed with me. So I... <laughs> oh, dude, I dealt with a fucking 60 pluser this week at work and I about fucking... I, like... The whole interaction with him, he was just yelling and complaining, and that fucking clip kept on playing in my head, bro. It just kept on playing. I was like, I can end it here. I can end him right now. Because I know I could win in a fist fight against a 60-year-old. Oh, no, 100%. It's like you would win in, like, fatal, fatally ways. Like, Dude, it would be bad. Like, I can't tell you what I would do because I'd get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I would pick up the 65 year old man. I'm gonna give him the Owen Hart tombstone, and that's it, brother. Oh no, more than that, bro. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm talking curb stomp shit. Like, I'm. It will be a fucking gruesome scene in the fucking shoot job parking lot, that's for what? sure. What <laughs> curb stomp? Are we doing Super Dragon or are we doing Rock? Both. Both. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm fucking doing the Seth Rollins one, and then while he's laying there unconscious, the Super Dragon one. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting arrested for that one, probably. <laughs> the cops uh, on their way, brother. Uh, but let's go ahead. Uh, the people already know what's going on. We're going to be in New Jersey November 5th. <laughs> what are you talking about? January 15th. Oh, I do. <laughs> Jen, we are going to be in New Jersey, New York area from the 14th to the 17th. Um, but we will be at a show January 15th, uh, Chemical MV, The Wrestler's Lab. Uh, I'm getting chopped at least four times. Um, I'm hoping no one else is around when that happens. So <laughs> join in. Um... Oh, dude! <laughs> got a merch table. Uh, I don't. Even, you gotta I, get merch first. <laughs> got, you gotta get merch. We just might have a table. I might sell the clothes <laughs> off my back. I don't fucking. That been yeah. Here. It might be. <laughs> you want a Cody sweaty shirt? Here, give me fifty bucks for. Oh, uh, but yeah, I I got my dates confused. I got my months confused. January will be in New Jersey. You know, just doing fucking hood rat shit. Fucking killing elderly people, you know, you know. <laughs> I will not confirm nor deny. It depends. It depends on who pisses me off. Uh, one thing's for certain though is uh, we're planning on going to New York, and I am fucking on a mission to find Bing Bong. Like I am finding that fucker. I don't go to Coney Island. It's not that hard. Well, dude, like, I feel bad because I see people posting him on their TikTok, and he's, like, off drugs now, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm he just came now. back from rehab, yeah. My ass is gonna go up to him with a fucking ounce of crack and be like, bing bong! <laughs> dude, no, no, we're not doing that. We're no, I don't even know how to get crack. I'd get shot trying to buy drugs in New York. Yeah, uh, East Coast is a lot different than your Midwest shit. Um, oh, I bet. We are going. We can go to Coney Island. That's not a problem. It will, it will be a hard hat holidays, respectfully. Oh, dude, I'm buying a hard hat. You know, there's going to be a dude there selling hard hats that says that. Dude, I'll buy it. if if there are hard hats that say that, I'll buy it. 
Dude, I'm gonna be getting on that fucking plane home, and I'm gonna be walking off the plane wearing a fucking Jody himself t-shirt, a fucking hard hat, fucking probably ripped shorts or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking the most who's ever. Yeah, it's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be a great time. Uh, Tony Mom Luke shirt, working on it still. I know I've been saying that, but I just want to make sure. Once. Yeah, it's just the person I was wanting to go through is busy right now. The other person I want to go through, I don't think it would be ready by the time we needed ready. Um, but yeah, uh, trying to think what else I have to say. Uh, Dude, Patreon. I'll, I'll, I'll paint some shit and bring it up to New Jersey so we can sell it. There will be oh, shit on that merch table. <laughs> no, we, there will be stuff. It's just the Tony Mamluk shirt's kind of up in the air right now. There will be uh, there will be merch, though. We there will, will be have bathwater at the merch table. I have an old pair of glasses that I'll sell. I'll watergraph them. Hey, yo. Cody said he doesn't like his girlfriend. He'll, he'll sell her. <laughs> not say that. That has never came out of my mouth. Do not, do not put that shit on me. I, motherfucker, she is a blessing. I love her. The best part of my life. Do not put those words in my mouth. That literally never came out of my mouth. You are starting shit. She is looking at me from across the room right now. You are starting shit where there is not shit. <laughs> oh, you didn't pick her out today? No, she didn't. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna... I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm not gonna be allowed back in the bed. So, <laughs> okay. You can watch uh, all your Peacock viewing on your phone. Anyways, let's go ahead and hop into that first segment. I got all of our base... Oh, no. Time out. Patreon. We'll get that once... Uh, I buy Cody a camera. I told you guys to get the last episode to 40, and you guys got it to 4. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we were off by a bit. Um, but my next paycheck, I'll probably be buying Cody a camera since he's an adult. He has more bills than I do and doesn't have money to okay. just kind of toss around. So I'm going to do that. And once we get a camera for Cody, I'm going to go ahead and get a Patreon started up where basically you'll just get basic video, uh, basic video of the podcast of me and cody uh we might be do like we'll do other little shit like you guys I get might, some- i might also uh start out a new project on patreon only to see how it works i'm pretty sure you saw the tweet i uh, did not the one that alex replied to no okay well uh, we'll talk can, about it yeah i'm trying to think i might have seen it i don't know anyways uh suggestions the reviews uh, stuff like that, um, and then early episode of the audio also. But you, anyway, I'll I'll put it out right now. If you pay forty dollars a month, I'll cuss you out weekly. I'll send you a video of me telling you how much you suck weekly <laughs> for forty bucks. Yeah, bro. I get that shit for free. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk outside of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Any. <laughs> Anyways, the first segment where it's just question of the week, where I basically just interview the interviewer. And the first question is, what is your worst experience at a restaurant? Dude, uh, are we talking, are we, okay. Are we limiting- it could be fast, it could be fast food. Are we limiting it to indie restaurant or stuff that's happened because of the restaurant, like food poisoning and shit? I want I want to hear it inside the restaurant. Um, food poisoning is basic. I don't know about my worst experience inside a restaurant, but my worst experience in a drive-through 
um, is uh, Cody shitting on his girlfriend time. Um, we went to Burger King, and I got myself the same thing I always get. I get spicy nuggets, jalapeno poppers, and a large Sprite. That's where you fucked up. Uh, <laughs> That's where you fucked up. You can end the story there. No, no, not even that. Um, so, you know, I can't drive. The girlfriend drives. So she grabs the Sprite from the guy, and she goes... I don't even think she was honestly trying to put it in the cup holder, but she brings it in through the window and just throws it at me. (laughs) And I am soaked. She's shaking her head right now, but no, she threw it at me. Um, I, yes, the fuck you did. I, (laughs) I am soaked from like my chest down to my knee with Sprite. Uh, yeah, fuck you. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> because she threw the fucking sprite at me, bro. That's awesome. My friend tried to throw an apple at a homeless guy once. <laughs> and instead of tossing it out the window, he forgot to roll the window down. It just completely splattered this apple against his fucking passenger side window. It wasn't even a homeless guy, actually. It was a guy holding a sign that was like outside of a school. And it was like... Uh, you're suffocating our children. Take the mask off or something like that. So he went to throw less. the yeah. yeah. So he went to throw the fucking apple and forgot to roll the window down. And for like a solid probably four days before he finally cleaned it up, there was just apple everywhere. There it was, was uh, one time where I got I had to hop the rail at a Mexican restaurant because um, I went to this Mexican because restaurant. your girlfriend threw a margarita at you. No, <laughs> I went to this Mexican restaurant a few years ago before I met my girlfriend. Um, it was a date. I, it was already set up that the other person was going to pay. We already agreed on it. (laughs) Um, so I get there, we eat the food and then they're like, damn, I forgot my wallet. I'm like, damn, bye. (laughs) I got up and I hopped the railing and I just started walking home. (laughs) No, fuck that dude. (laughs) Fuck that shit. You're a man of your word. And you said, I ain't fucking paying. Dude, I, I went on a I, date. That I didn't even bring my wallet because it was already made up that they were going to pay. I went on a date with this chick like a month or not a month, a year ago or so. And it was going all fine and dandy. We went to the mall, which was cool. And then we went to a fucking auto parts place, which fucking sucked. <laughs> hey, yo, oh, you Dude, I don't want to go to an auto park, advanced auto parts. Dude, we went to an O'Reilly's, bro. Like, I don't. They call person and we pull into the uh, fucking o'reilly's and let me tell you bro we were there for an hour and 15 minutes of her just fucking talking about cars and i shit you not dude i pulled up a chair from outside and just sat in it like this just fucking (laughs) dude i was so tired and uh the guy kept on asking me he's like oh so what's your favorite type of car fucking and i don't fucking know dude cars are machines that go from one place to the other they i don't care but no, then listen to this. It gets worse, bro. We get in my car. We get in my car. Or not my car. Her car. <laughs> we get in her you car. You drive either, bitch. Yeah. And we're driving. And I was like, just sitting there. And I was like, all right, what's next? And she's like, oh, I have to go hook up with a dude tonight. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, hey, oh, no. I said, oh, word. And she's like, yeah, where do you want me to drop you off at? And I was like, I don't even want you to drop me off. I don't drop me off at my work. 
<laughs> I was like, fuck you, dude. So then I drop her off. She drops me off at my work. And then she's like, hey, can I come inside? I need to ask your uh, lady friends questions. And I was like, oh, fuck. She's going to interrogate them about me. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I'm like texting all my friends that are inside. I was like, hey, so-and-so's about to come in. Uh, just lie if you have to. <laughs> just lie, please. Yeah. They're like, they're like, all right, yeah, yeah, we got you. She's like, oh, who's that? I was like, oh, that's Sarah. She goes up to my friend Sarah. And all she needed was uh, lady products. Oh, and I was like, sure. yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And then she was like, uh, my friend's like, oh, sorry, I don't. So then I walk her back out to her car. And I was like, oh, let's hang out next week. Let's go to the arcade next week. She's like, sure thing, bud. And gives me a thumbs up. And I turned around and walked away. Damn. And then this is also the same girl that if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen what she sent me on Snapchat. Did you see that? No. It- I, <laughs> I snapped her and I was like, I, I made a joke. I was like, oh, I need you to break my heart or something stupid like that. So she sent me a picture of her blowing a dude. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bro got cocked in 4K. Yeah, I was, I literally, I was like, I'm blocking you, bro. And I blocked her. And then she messaged me on Facebook. She's like, oh my God, why'd you block me? And I was like, you know damn well why I blocked you. I was oh. like, you're fucked for that one, bro. And I was I mean, like, you did ask. I did ask, but like me and fucking uh, somebody on Twitter had this argument. I didn't mean literally. I meant it in like a flirty way. Hey, man, you got it. You got to be straightforward. This, that, that shit. You got to be straightforward. You ask a girl, hey, ruin my life. She will ruin the fuck out of your life. You, you have to be like, you have to put like a kiss face after or something, bro. Yeah, put a parentheses. Don't send me a picture of you giving a dude a blowjob. Yeah, you you fucking yeah. <laughs> that one's on you. Uh, but my worst experience in a restaurant was it was whenever I was working at a restaurant and I watched this guy get caught cheating on his girlfriend with her mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was a buster at the time cleaning tables, and this couple when they came in, like I hate judging people, but you can tell they were. Uh, not very well maintenanced, I guess you could say. They didn't really care. Like they looked like the fucking bing bong guy. They looked like the dude from Coney Island. Uh and he goes, they I forgot what she said. She said something like, Oh, you've been with my mom. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm cleaning a table. And I turned and I said, Word. And I was like, oh shit. Word. And I don't know why the dude grabbed his drink, but he did, and he fucking threw it on her, like, splashed it in her face, and ran out, and then, like, five other dudes that were around got up and chased the dude out for throwing the drink in her face, and then she gets up. What the fuck are they gonna do? Right? I was like, what are you guys gonna do? And then she gets up and starts running outside. My manager goes and runs and chases him down because fucking they're running on a bill, (laughs) and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh, shit, so she comes back in, we comped her, we were like, oh, you get a free drink or whatever because your fucking father-in-law dumped a drink <laughs> on you. <laughs> your new father-in-law. And then she's like, okay. And then uh, we're like, all right, we're sorry that happened. And she goes, can somebody walk me out to my car? And I said, um, yeah, sure. I guess I'll walk you out to your car. Uh, okay. She's like, yeah, last time this happened, he was hiding in the back seat of my car. And I stopped right there. And I grabbed my manager, who's much bigger than me, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, you got this one. <laughs> I can't." Yeah, bro. Go, go, get, get going, bro. I'm. 
Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a pretty bad restaurant experience to me, brother, man. And then the second question, the second question is, if you can do one move in the bedroom with your partner, what would it be? One wrestling move, one wrestling move. Uh, so the real answer is you have to do the sharpshooter. Um, <laughs> the joke answer is the Bronco Buster, bro. <laughs> you got you you just got it. it if you were if you had to do one wrestling move in the bedroom it's the bronco buster no doubt it doesn't matter who has what or anything the bronco buster <laughs> is successful that no that's for true that's for true uh, receiving and giving end bronco buster is the way to go I was telling you up there, I like more people involved. I like uh, triple threats, fatal four ways. <laughs> I personally, the fucking deadly headbutt off the dresser. Actually, um, I was thinking, since you said more than one person, uh, the PWG thumb up the ass. <laughs> That's, you gotta get a whole line of eight people going and just right up. You know, just right up. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely, definitely. I'm trying to think of other ones. Uh, maybe a GCW clusterfuck where I just jump off the dresser onto a group of people, but no Ooh. one catches me. Uh, you know what? Off topic. The <laughs> the best thing to do during sex is to <laughs> replay the Fight Forever video um, <laughs> over and over and over again. I'm Terry um, Funk forever, forever. Don't give up. Fight forever and ever and ever. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> the never only. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. The only time I've ever fucked to uh, wrestling was TLC one. Um, I was action. trying to get my ex. I was trying to get my ex into wrestling, and then we didn't watch wrestling. <laughs> That's that. Um, I multiple times in this scenario. I'm trying not to speak too much because I am. I'm already getting looks from across the room. I'm trying not to speak too much, um, but I will say that there has been an AJ Gray match on my birthday last year. Not last year, two years ago. Uh, that we did not watch. There is also the entirety of the CCK Pool Party DVD. Um, CCK uh, Schadenfreude Japan DVD. Um, you know, it works. It works. He said, hold on, babe. AJ's about to hit the best layer yet ever. Hold Dude, on. <laughs> if, you, if you can find the tr- it's so far back. But there's a tweet that AJ liked. Uh, cause like he's vanity searches like a motherfucker and he always has. Um, but there is a tweet that AJ liked that was like, damn, this is a great birthday. I've sucked a titty and watched an AJ Gray match. <laughs> it's the most AJ Gray thing to like too. It's a, it, I'm listen, babe, it's a tweet from two years ago. I'm not, it's two years ago. You, you you've seen it. Um, <laughs> He said, listen, babe. 
But hell no, that tweet exists. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough talk that'll get Cody in trouble. Yeah, I'm not going to bed tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Cody's gonna text me at like 2 a.m. and he's like she keeps on staring at me. (laughs) (laughs) And now we get into rank it where I'm gonna name off three topics. And then for each of those topics, we have to give our top three of those. Uh, the first topic, titles. I'm going based off design, not uh, uh, not based off like uh, history or whatever, but just WCW, pure design. WCW United States Championship. Top title, period. Yeah, you're number one. Uh, and then the Wrestler's Lab, because it's a sexy fucking belt. Um, I like the, the vial on it. And then... Third top title, um, this this is this is a um um this is a bad opinion. All right, I'm fully aware. I like the early 2000s Intercontinental title. The what do you like? The one that Shelton Benjamin hold held or earlier? The one that Santino Marella held. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, the brown one or whatever. Yeah. It's no, ugly. that's in my top three for it's sure. It's ugly as sin, but like just the time period. I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one that Jeff Hardy retained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one's real good. Uh, my top three is probably three the Intercontinental title, two Big Gold. I love yeah. Big Gold. I love the fuck out of Big Gold. And then one, that's where it gets tricky. It's a toss up between the WWE title that Eddie Guerrero won. From the undisputed, undisputed, yeah, the one that JBL and them won, yeah, yeah, uh, that one's real good. Where the spinner belt, <laughs> I love the WWE spinner belt, though that's a toss up between those two, really. I, I love that one. I don't mind the spinner belt as much as other people hate it. I, well, the thing never really spun until like it only spun when Cena had it. Yeah, and then other I, hate, than, I don't like the stationary version of it. Like the actual yeah. version that spins, great. But the one that's the same design, but it's like glued in place, I fucking hate. Yeah, they only spun it when like the Miz won it and he put it upside down. Or yeah. when the Rock did one. Yeah. Fucked. The Miz yeah. with the M belt, fucked. So did the or, R, rated R spinner. Yep, yep. That's what I was about to say. Uh, for sure. Um, I like the... um. What's it called? I like when he had it upside down, but then like it, no one else really like messed with it, just stayed in place. And then when The Rock debuted the new title, he's like, "Oh, and this one spins," and then spun it. And I'm like, "It doesn't spin. You're just that's the first time it's spun in years." I hated the one The Rock introduced, the one that literally said "champion" under it <laughs> was it was gross, dude. He was like, "Oh, I'm debuting a new title." I thought we were getting the fucking Brahma Bull title. Dude, for a limited time or something like that. That shit was you know? gross. Very, very. Who even? Oh, Cena. Cena beat The Rock for that title. I know. Cena should, Cena should brought back the spinner right then and there. I know Orton held it at some point, I believe, but I, don't, yeah. I can't think of that. Who held that title? Uh, Daniel Bryan at one point. Yeah, Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30 at one point before he had to relinquish it. Because for a while they were unified for whatever reason. Because WWE was fucking dog to do at the time. Still but, is. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it sucks. Uh the next topic: holidays. 
Okay. Um, another hot take. Put them all in the bin. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not a holiday person. Um, like holidays actively make me depressed. Like, yeah. don't invite me to your holiday shit. Just don't. I'm not gonna show up. Don't do it. Um, if I had to go hot top <laughs> top holiday, I'd probably probably uh, New Year's. Uh, New Year's Fourth of July, and I don't have a top three. So here's my take: combine Thanksgiving and Christmas together. Just put them together. Thank miss. Think miss something because there's no reason why Christ giving Christ giving. No, that's too religious. <laughs> Stop. True. True. <laughs> um, no. So like the thing about it is they need to just do Thanksgiving and Christmas together because I'm tired of seeing family on Thanksgiving. The asking me what I want right? for Christmas. I tell them what I want for Christmas. And then about a month later, I see them and they didn't get me a goddamn thing. I fucking asked. Dude. Just fucking put it all together so we don't have to have that awkward thing like, oh, I forgot what you asked. Just surprise me. Meet somewhere in be- like in the middle, like the second week of December. Just meet. Yeah. Be like, oh, we're going to have a turkey and a Christmas tree. And then fucking all of that. So my, my what's it called? That's number three for me. Just putting them together, making one big holiday. Number two. Number two. I don't know. New Year's probably. Maybe. Yeah. New Year's, yeah, because partying, that's always a good time. Uh number one. I dude, they're all religious. Um Memorial Day, because that's on my <laughs> weekend usually. I don't know. True. The only thing uh, that's real day is as a kid watching Raw and they did that stupid fun not stupid, it's for the veterans or whatever, but where they're like they <laughs> Hot take, hot take segment early. Fuck the veterans. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I, I genuinely don't like. Yeah, okay, it takes courage, but you're also doing hella fuck shit, and then you come back and you're asshole. I I don't care. Fuck the asshole veterans. I should say, <laughs> like, is what I would say. Because some veterans are tight. Some veterans, like, they don't even acknowledge themselves as a veteran. They're like, yeah, I'm a veteran. And then when you say thank you for your service, they're like, oh, okay, yeah. But then you have those one veterans that come in your work, and they're like, oh, you don't give a veteran discount? And they're like, no, sir, I don't. And they're like, I serve this country. And they're just like, was that a number two you wanted? Like, just fucking, (laughs) like, goddamn, bro. Or when you say thank you for your service, like I did on Veterans Day, I was like, oh, thank you for your service. And they're like, Oh fuck off! You only care about me one day a year. And I was like, D- I'm never gonna see you again. I'm never yeah. gonna see you again. But yeah, Memorial Day just because it's my birthday weekend. It always lands on the weekend of my birthday, so that's usually when the partying happens. Hey, no. And then like uh, honorable mention, I think is the right word to use. Halloween. That shit fucks, dude. I, I, uh, I could care less. I only like Halloween. I know why you like Halloween. (laughs) Why do I like Halloween? Because you're a horn dog. That's why you like Halloween. Okay, fuck you now. Yes, maybe. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) No, because the idea of getting free candy just for telling lame-ass jokes is cool. Like, if I went over to my neighbor now and I'd said, trigger treat, they'd probably call the cops. But I do it on Halloween. I get candy. 
true, I guess. Yeah. I mean, maybe not now. You have a full ass beard, but. Oh, you want to bet, dude? I was getting free candy on Halloween this year. I mean, that's. Me and my friend, we went through his neighborhood and got free beer. I uh, I was telling dirty jokes for beer. And they'd be like, oh, no, I'll give you candy, though. I was like, that might look like a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. Was, like, bro. And then number one, or not number one, uh, the third and final um, rank it finishers. Oh, dude. Uh, Codebreaker number one. Um... Which one says that just? Jericho's yeah yeah Codebreaker okay. number one uh fucking ankle lock and number three uh sharpshooter yeah Codebreaker. we bringing that one back up your girlfriend yeah. is still in the room listen bro uh, the, sharp, <laughs> the sharpshooter fucks um it'd be yeah Codebreaker, if- ankle lock sharpshooter if done right, the sharpshooter can fucking be nuts. Yeah, not the rock sharpshooter, not, not the fucking Shawn Michaels. Not Natalia. A heart family. Heart family. By Minus blood. Natalia. By blood. <laughs> heart family uh, sharpshooter. Number one, any form of lariat or clothesline. Fucking, fucking clothesline. Mark. Not just that, but fucking JBL's clothesline from hell. He was hurt motherfuckers oh, down. Oh, wait, no. Can I, I got to change my number three. <laughs> um, the fucking cigarette powerbomb. The fucking... Where JBL had the cigar, and he'd fucking put it out on the dude's back and jackknife him. Jackknife mm-hmm. is number three. Fuck the sharpshooter, bro. Mm-hmm. JBL, even though... Like, his matches... The thing about JBL is... Either they're his matches were fucking amazing or they fucking stuck. There was no like average match. It was either really good or really bad. There's yeah. no matches that were okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but any form of clothesline or lariat, I'm not going to give it a specific person because there's so many that do it. But right now my favorite's probably uh, AJ Gray just because that's not, I don't even know what to call that. He just clotheslines the fuck out of your chest half the time. Yeah. Uh, number two. I don't know why, but a shooting star press if done right and accurately. Like, if the form on it's good and you're landing yeah. on your opponent, I love that. But if you're going sloppy like Billy Kidman and straight knees to the nose, nah. I, I like that more than I like a perfect one, to be honest. Like, I trust me, I know it sucks to take. I've taken one. <laughs> but, like, uh, it just while watching it, it just looks like, oh, yeah, that dude's not getting up. That's That's it. Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Kind of like how the fucking uh, Swanton Bomb's been looking lately. Oh, where he just yeah. fucking he just fucking lames directly on you. And you're yeah. just like, God damn, dude. That has to suck. You have no more uh, wind in you, bro. And then number three, I think it's the F10 it's called, by uh, fucking Brian Cage or Wardlow, where he just fucking tosses you and you do like three rotations in yeah, the air yeah. before landing on the ground. That shit rules. Honorable mention. I think I Odin does one too. Who? Odinson from the end. Tag teams with Paro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think I know what you're talking about does now. One too. Yeah. Honorable mention UFO. I don't know if that was yeah. Claudio's finisher yeah. or not, but that shit ruled. And when he pulled it out at fucking Mania this year, that was nuts. That shit, I popped. 
Have you seen the UFO uh, from Anarchy with Thomas Shire and Gary J? 100% fucking not. I'll send you a video of it later, dude. So, fucking Thomas Shire put uh, Gary J on his back. I don't know you know much about Gary J, but he, I know like, Gary he'll, take, J, yeah. he'll take any fucking spot ever. Like, he does not yes, care. There's, like, a true. spot where somebody's tossed him out of a ring into the wall outside, the, like, in a venue about mm-hmm. the size of uh, the Knights of Columbus in New Jersey. I forgot yeah. the name of it. But fucking his opponent fucking just uh, uh, military press tossed him out of the ring into the wall. Fuck yeah. But bro. anyways, fucking Thomas Shire did the UFO to him outside the ring into the crowd. Good shit. Just onto the chairs. Just fuck your life. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. Bing bong. Fuck your life. Uh, and then that's going to do it for the rank at one. If you have any suggestions for topics you want us to use, let us know. And uh, we'll probably do it. Unless they suck, then we won't. Uh, unpopular, hot take, opinion, whatever you want to call this segment. Uh, you know the drill. We have three unpopular opinions or hot takes, whatever you call them. And we discuss them. You go first. Uh, no wrestling show should be over three hours. Correct. I, I do. I don't have the patience for a two and a half hour pay per view. I literally skipped to the two last matches this week because it was too long. Uh, I'm not doing like a five hour fucking mania or Wrestle Kingdom. Even with the Rumble, I only turn in turn one for the Rumbles and then ignore the rest of the show. Um, the Rumble's gonna be hell when I go this year. Do they even have 30 people on the roster right now? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, for a woman's end, man's Like, fuck. Um, hot That's take. That's going to fucking drag. No, it's going to suck. Uh, hot take number two is that. Um, okay, let me, let me preface this by saying this cannot, this cannot be um, my opinion from last week it, and it's not designed to but there's a time for you to point out things that are wrong like in when you're in high school and the teacher says some shit you don't need to pause the whole class so the whole class can know how much better you are and that oh you're not going to stand for this i get it people suck Racist sucks, sexism, all that. That sucks. Do that shit to me in person and we're we're gonna box. But in high school, just let the fucking teacher talk, bro. Dude, I hated that. Like I hated it in class, especially if like it's during a serious talk about something and then a fucking student like wants to chime in and just not even like correct, but just like get his jokes off in class. Yeah, just let the teacher like I hate like, I used to be a class clown, dude, and looking back, that's the biggest dickhead thing I could have done, is just interrupting the teacher. Like, there's just no... The, honestly, there's no time and place for that. I slept for all six years of my high school, so... You know... I was cracking off jokes, bro. In high school, my uh, math teacher I had in my junior and senior year, and he started off the senior year, because I had him first hour senior year, and he started off class with, I'm going to make math great again. And I grabbed my bag and he goes, where are you going, Noble? And I said, out of here, I'm not dealing with this shit and just walked out class. Like, fuck that. Times, yeah. um, and then I also, this is the same teacher that everybody was talking in class. 
and he what's it called only sent one kid to the office and that kid was a kid of color and i grabbed my bag and left and he's like where are you going with and i was like i'm going with nate i'm not doing this and then i got in trouble for fake accusations and because all i said was the teacher was a racist piece of shit and they're like oh it doesn't check out and i was like he was, he bases his whole class off of maga make math great again and then yeah. well mama i guess you could call it and fucking only since black kid to the office when we're all talking now nah, i'm cool with that we he eventually got fired though so shout out to me for fucking not dealing with him until they finally fired him um my third and final hot take is not even really going to be a hot take unless you're over the age of uh you have kids um stop bringing your kids to breweries i dude okay i get it stop bringing your kids out in public no not i don't i could give a fuck about that but when you're going somewhere with your kids specifically designed so you get hammered and then you drive home with your kid in the car like dude if you want to drive home drunk by yourself 100 go ahead fuck yourself that's like whatever uh, like, I really wish you wouldn't because there are other people on the road. But if you have your kid in the car while you're doing that, yo, CPS. Like, I feel like at my place of work, uh, Irish Brewery, da 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 whole bit, um, we should have a CPS person at the front gate. And if you come in with a kid, like, okay, you can only have one fucking beer. And yeah. if, if you have more than a beer, I'm snatching up your kid and that shit's going into foster care. Because, like, dude, um, I literally, this past weekend, literally on Sunday, um, had, had to show these people where to go for a tour. They had two kids. Um, kids under 18 are not allowed on the brewery tour. Period. Uh, they were like five and three. But the tour guide was fine with it, so whatever. Um, and then the kid starts throwing their sh- like throwing a giant fit in the middle of the tour because they're five and three and it's seven o'clock and they're in a loud brewery on a Sunday night. They don't want to be there and they're overloaded. Like that's not the kid's fault. So the kid starts throwing a fucking fit and then the parents come up, they leave the tour early and then they start pestering people over in my retail area for a refund on their tour. Like, Fuck no, you read the fine. Kids were not even supposed to be allowed. The tour guide was just trying to be nice. And no, you sorry, you're out of 80 bucks, bro. Don't yeah. bring, don't bring your kids to a brewery. And then they tried to sit, sit down, grab a table, gave them their table. The kid, it was like eight o'clock at this point. The kids were getting even worse. And it's like, and they're trying to get them to calm down. Bro, they're not going to calm down. They, we have 500 people in here right now. It's loud as hell um music and people talking and it's a bunch of strangers in the room they should be asleep right now they are not going to calm down don't bring your kids out to places where you are going to get hammered stadiums wrestling shows bars breweries your friend's house as if don't do it there was a a family they came in yesterday before i was off and this little three-year-old grabbed our ketchup packets it was just fucking biting them and fucking spilling ketchup everywhere and i kept on telling the mom i was like hey your daughter is eating ketchup again please like try to stop her doing that because like they're just getting ketchup everywhere and she's like oh 
silly kids. Am I right? And I looked at her and I was like, yeah, huh? Five minutes later, kid grabs more ketchup, starts fucking chewing the packet because it's the little fucking plastic packets. Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking chewing it, fucking ketchup spurting everywhere. And I like at one point, I finally just I told my boss, I was like, hey, I'm standing over by the ketchup stand and I'm not letting this kid touch another piece. Like, I swear to God, that kid would have came over to get another piece. I would have. <laughs> hey, yo, on Friday. Um, so my place I work at is the biggest purpose built brewery, I think, on the East Coast. Um, like size wise, uh, we have like 62 acres on property. Like it's fucking huge. Um, we have a giant Christmas tree that's like two stories tall, but it's made out of cakes. So it's fucking rad as shit. I'll send you a picture on Thursday or whatever. Um, it's rad as shit, but we have a bunch of like roped off places around it. So kids don't climb. That shit. Oh, hey, yo, for true. Um, we have but like a roped off area, so kids or drunk adults don't climb that shit. Yeah. Um, we had some kids like who got like five layers of kegs up, and dude, that's like, uh, fucking fifteen feet in the air. Yeah, I was gonna say kegs, <laughs> and you were between like two and three feet. Yeah, it's like fifteen feet up in the air, and so we had to call security down, and I went went over the walkie-talkie like. Hey, security, can you go get those kids? They're climbing up uh, the fucking K-tree. Security goes down. Uh, security starts yelling. I'm not sure why. I'm up in. The, <laughs> I'm up at the front gate. I'm not even paying attention. And then I hear security call over the radio again while I'm talking to a customer. Hey, uh, can I get some backup over here? The kids are just following their dad. Their dad's at the top of the tree. What? Yeah. So what the fuck? <laughs> so we have to, <laughs> so three other security people come down and they like literally pick up the kids and put them on the ground because okay, if you want to get drunk and fucking splat yourself, fine, but your kids are gonna be on the ground. Yeah. Um, and then they're yelling at the dude, like, hey, come down. And this dude's plastic. Like this dude's like, no, I'm good. I'm the king of the world. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to live up here. This is- I'm going to live up here. Fuck no. And then the dude starts to climb down and like starts to panic himself out. And he's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. We have to get one of those fucking electrician things where you like rise up to the telephone wire. Have to get one yeah. of them off the back dock to get this guy off. And then we get this guy off and we have him sign the paperwork saying, hey, you're banned for life, bro. <laughs> um, you and your kids are not allowed back. So, like, just don't. Don't bring your kids places where there's alcohol. And no. you know you're going to be drinking. If you're not drinking, fine. I still wish you wouldn't. But, you know, at least that way you have some control. If you know you're going to be drinking, don't bring your kids. Dude, uh, I had a family come in for the drive through and... Like, it reeked of weed in the car. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, do your thing. And then I look on the floorboard, and they're calling. There was, like, fucking beer cans everywhere, and the dad was, like, slurring and burping. And I was like, oh, oh having a good night, whatever, piece of shit, drinking and driving. It, it is what it is. And then he looks in the back seat and goes, what do you want? And rolls down the window, and it's a fucking two-year-old. And I got so, dude, I was so pissed. Because not only are you drinking and driving with your kid in the car, but you just fucking hotboxed her. Yeah, that <laughs> That kid is off their ass, yeah. I was like, what the 
fuck, dude? Like, just shitty parents, dude. Yeah. Parents are shitty sometimes. But uh, were those your three, you said? Yeah. Okay, number one for me. The Office is good, but not great. The Office sucks. Uh, The Office <laughs> and Friends suck. Word? Word. Damn. Those are my top two shows. Like, the thing well, about the Office... <laughs> the thing about the office oh i'm playing it all night there bnb uh <laughs> motherfucker i'll upcharge you <laughs> dude you believe it the house owner just up the fucking price uh no office though like the thing about it is it's good don't get me wrong but when it comes to what's it called like people acting like it's the world's best show ever that's where they're wrong because it's not the premise of it is good, not going to lie. And it can be funny at times. But it's overall not a good show. If if I wanted to watch a show that was that exact idea, but 12 times better, I'd watch Community or Parks and Rec. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I think what makes it makes the show bad is the fan base. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, but like... The, the diehard fan base is not that good. It's not. It's it's okay, but it's not worth all the fucking talk, and it's not worth every time I go into the store. There's like a whole office section. Like exactly, I don't want a exactly. mug with fucking Jim's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. No, literally, I, I get what you mean because what's it called? My, one of my good friends is a diehard Office fan, and anytime I go over to his house, I'll be chilling in his room. And then he has two TVs, one for video games, and I kid you not, one for The Office. And that's all he does is watch The Office 24-7. He, I'm uh, myself, bro. Dude, he, what's it called? He bought the DVDs. He has the DVDs. He has fucking Peacock, and he gets to watch it. He has Peacock Premium, so he gets to see the hidden episodes or whatever. And then he bought the whole series on Voodoo also. Like, Why? Because he doesn't want to watch commercials, he said. And I was like, what? It's, I, I don't know. You, in the DVD, like you he said, the DVD. Medium, you don't get commercials. That's what I tried telling him. But he, what's it called? Like, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't. Because, like I said, I like The Office, but I don't like it that much. I turn it on to go to bed and that's it. But he'll watch it all day, all fucking night. And, like, anytime I'm over at his house and I hear the opening theme, I grab his Roku remote and I turn on, like, fucking, I try turning something else on. Dude. I'm like, I can't do this. Oh, man. Uh, that's, like, rotting your brain. Like, I feel no. like a parent. No, dude. And it's, like, well, what's it called? Be playing Madden or something? And he starts, like, I can understand people who watch movies who are, like, oh, this scene's about to come up. And then, like, word for word, say the scene sometimes. But he'll do that for like every other scene in the office, and I'm just like, oh my god, dude! Like, how? Like, you I need just better like, friends. Oh, for true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> opinion number two: Edge's fair sucks. Fuck shit, I hate it. I hate uh, Edge's fair. So, hmm, I he has some good ones. But overall, the hug and bring down does kind of suck. When he's actually trying, like, it's good. Like, whenever he returned and he went on that spare frenzy, that was cool. But when he does the hug, no. Like, 
also Batista's spear sucks. Big, uh, so like the only so like the only good spears are like Goldberg. I fuck Biggie. with that one. Oh my god, Biggie. His one through the ropes is nuts. And then Roman, sometimes Roman. Not always. Uh, if he tries also, his is good. Because his is like a mix of fucking uh Goldberg was the size of somebody as fucking edge though. Like height wise. Like he fucking he put some oomph in it sometimes. I haven't seen a Roman match in like a year. Does he still even do the spear? He it's more of a signature now. His main finisher is the uh guillotine. Oh, say less. Guillotine and like a Superman guillotine punch. Like he does the Superman punch and then the guillotine real quick. Hey yo. But uh opinion number three. Orton is the goat. No. Not John Cena. Oh no. fuck you, yes. I don't like I neither of them are. Um I don't like Orton. I I like Orton, but I don't like for Orton. The problem with Orton for me is I think that I see him less as a character and more of a roadblock for people. Like Orton is only used to build up other people's character. So Orton was used to be a roadblock for Daniel Bryan, something that Daniel Bryan could barely get past, and then it built up, built up Daniel Bryan. Um, yeah. I don't... Him in that role, great, amazing. Him in, like, any main event extended role? Not anymore, definitely. Not even then. I Like, like Evolution Orton sucked. The Orton we watched today sucked. Oh no, I just like Orton a lot more than Cena because I think it all boils down to Cena said he would never become a movie star and he did. And like that just eats me up. That pisses me off. Like he shit on The Rock for so long just to become The Rock. True. If you know what I mean. And then I like mean, Orton, Orton also has, uh, he just broke the record for most uh, matches in Raw history and broke the record. Yeah, broke the record for most role matches and most pay-per-view matches. I could give a fuck. It means it's time, saying, it's time for him to go. <laughs> I'm saying when it comes to stats, he's the go. Did you know Scott Steiner is 60? He's part of yeah. my list. He's part of the people who should just stop existing now. He's <laughs> His time's up. Yeah, he, he's got to wrap it up. He, he was just at uh, Glory Pro the other day, which is a local promotion to me. And I almost, I literally almost went to it just so I can be the big bad booty daddy. Like, I did, I don't know what I would do if I met Scott Steiner. I'd probably fucking make a stupid Steiner mask joke or something, but. Yeah, you probably, you probably like, damn, kid, I hear this shit all the time. I was about to say, how often do you think Steiner hears fucking 22 and one third chance? He probably fucking hates it. He probably hates that he's an idiot and said that. <laughs> Yeah, he probably hates that he's an idiot and says that. <laughs> no, but like, and then you have fucking Tommaso Ciampa saying it to his nephew. Like, that's just, like, that has to get old. Imagine just, like, winding down after a long day of fucking impact tapings. No, well, no, how do you me... think fucking Bon Jovi feels? No <laughs> one can name a fucking Bon Jovi song besides Living on a Prayer. Dude, that has to suck. Because now that you say that, I can't think of anything. No. But, like, I don't know. Uh, before we get into Cyber Sunday, do you think Johnny uh, Gargano resigns? He's 
but there's a risk that he's not oh yeah so his contract uh is actually up tonight and uh, if he resigned he's staying if he what's it called didn't tonight's his last night and after war games he said uh he told the crowd he's gonna tell the crowd all about his future tonight on nxt maybe he's gone but I also thought Kyle O'Reilly was supposed to be gone, but then they let him go over. Yeah, he's the same. He's the same thing. So and they and then their social media is being like thank you to them. So it's I I honestly could give a fuck. I don't like John. I feel like Soundwave. Fuck Johnny Gargano. Um, and I could Kyle O'Reilly's fine. So the thing about Kyle, the thing about Kyle is he's uh finishing off a feud with one of the newbies from 2.0 tonight in a cage match, which feels rushed because he just turned on him the other night. Wait, wait. I feel like I've missed NXT's on Tuesdays? Yeah. <laughs> dude, fucking AEW kicked them off Wednesdays. For true? Oh, God, yeah. It's been like a year now. Oh, dude. That shows you how much I watch uh, WWE. But, um, uh- no, uh, the whole thing about you saying how WWE is talking about it on social media. Do you remember when Dean left and they made a whole storyline? Yeah, but that was a big fucking deal. Well, Johnny Gargano, he's a big deal to NXT, not yeah, WWE, but, but NXT. WWE on Fox tell him thank you then? WWE on Fox is their own people. That's not WWE. They be, they were posting about CM Punk. Like, I mean, WWE he on did Fox do the like, talking smack thing for a little bit. Backstage or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I get that. I don't know. I think what it is is Gargano's leaving NXT, but I don't know if he's leaving WWE. But I don't see him on the main roster. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I see see him in AEW more than the main roster. He fits AEW more than the main roster. You don't like Gargano? No, dude. Gargano single handedly turned me off of NXT. I would watch NXT weekly. And then the fucking forever feud that was Ciampa Gargano made me stop watching. Okay, yeah, that did get boring. I'll admit that. But, I don't know, I see... The thing is, I don't want him in AEW just because AEW has a fuck ton of people already. But I also, like, I'd like to see him in Impact. But the problem is I don't watch Impact. (laughs) So, (laughs) it's kind of like me being like, oh, I hope you go to Impact, bud. I'm Johnny, watch it, Johnny Wrestling to to MLW. Perfect. I would never have to hear of them. Exactly. No, MLW, that's another promotion. Like, War Horse is signed by them. That's tight, but, like, they could fucking I, sign AJ Gray and I still wouldn't watch MLW. It's AEW developmental. That's <laughs> what it is, dude. That's exactly what it is. MLW is simple. MLW and Impact are simply Impact's developmental. Like, I love all ego Ethan Page, and he literally used Impact to build his stock to go to AEW. Yeah, I love that. I um, love that. I don't know. Didn't Cross do the same thing, Karrion Cross, before he went to no, WWE? Cross didn't even get to debut on MLW. Before, <laughs> like, I, because I was still watching at this point. Um, Does he, anybody debut for MLW? No. Because <laughs> like, wasn't Lee already supposed to debut? <laughs> He fucking had like 10 weeks of video package shit and then they writ him off as he just died. He just died before he could debut. And so 
Karrion Cross never debuted for MLW. Isn't that man released now, though? Yeah, he's a free agent, but that's what I'm saying. I I hear mixed reactions about him. I hear he was amazing on the Indies and then Impact and all that. I but watching his know. shit, watching his shit in fucking uh, NXT sucked. But everybody keeps on telling me that's not the real Killer Cross. And I'm like, he, well, then let- he did one thing. He gave us Scarlet Birdo. That's that's it. Oh yeah. No, uh, I, I don't know. There's a lot of people that are released. Keith Lee, I don't know where he's going. I think he, I think he might go Chris Hero, to be honest. Like just to stop wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking Swerve Scott. Fucking. Um, That's uh, just crazy to me. Shane Strickland. He's going to AEW for sure. Have you seen what he's been posting? No. Uh, every day. No. Every day for the past week, he's posted a picture with somebody else. He posted a picture with um, Sammy Guevara. He posted a picture with Malachi Black. He posted a picture with, uh, forgot who else, but he like posted a picture of uh, Malachi Black and he put like House of Black, Dude. and then he posted a picture of Sammy Guevara and he said uh, maybe we'll get to Tango again. I don't get that shit. Like they just, I know, I only know through Twitter, but they just brought up Hit Row, and Hit yeah. Row was fucking hot. Hit Row had like real staying power and was over as fuck. Um, and it's, it's fucking Shane Strickland is the fucking goat. Like dude, that dude's amazing. His Defy run, um, him and Evolve. Shane Strickland is like almost indie Mount Rushmore. Oh, for sure. Um, what's it called? Uh, so what happened with that? Apparently, is they released a girl B-Fab or whatever for whatever yeah, reason. B-Fab was made- the best. Made no sense they released her. But then apparently what happened is Top Dollar fucking called corporate offices and were like, did you guys lose your fucking mind? Like, why? Like, they, he, he, like, apparently called them and was like, hey, so I know it's not budget cuts. What's the real reason you released our friend? And then that was a downhill for them. Dude, but, like, like that ass. They keep on talking about how they're making record fucking money and they're cutting people due to budget cuts. Like, unless they are planning to buy out a company soon like buy out or sell to fucking like get rid of contracts and uh lessen the checkbook or whatever they say like like it, it makes no sense it genuinely does not if they're and either they maybe they're gonna go fucking early 2000s ni- 90s and just buy all of north america again dude what if they do like that's the thing what if they start buying out the big promotions again what if they buy like pwg MLW? Fucking like all the big indies. I know they're they could buy PW. I don't see them buying PWG. I MLW possibly Impact possibly fucking New Japan USA. Please, oh. I want to stop hearing about it. Um, oh my god, please! But like the only person I see straight up telling them no is AEW. Uh huh. It may be um um. There's another promotion I was going to say they'd probably they'll probably say no. PWG would probably say no because that's ran by fucking Excalibur. He helps book it. Yeah, true, true. But no, like I don't get it. And plus, Hit Row was also like they had record fucking merch sales too. They were sold yeah. out of their merch in a week. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. Like, and it's it was a great gimmick and it worked because fucking Shane Strickland, you could. 
give him butter and he'll make it any like I don't understand. I don't and that's the problem with WWE for me is I can't watch it anymore because how can you follow somebody just to know that they can be released any moment? That's what I'm saying. The only person the only people that are safe from being like released at any point is like Biggie, Kofi, Roman, and Seth. I would say Xavier, but honestly, I don't think Xavier is that safe because of his friendships with everyone. No, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's why he's doing all these outside projects. Yeah. Like he's on, I can't turn on my computer or Twitter without seeing Xavier Woods on like six different podcasts right now. Yeah, he's uh he was on fucking um Bean Cops or whatever. He was on his. Yeah. He was on what's it called? Um he's on G4. He has a show on G4. Exactly. Now. He's yeah. hosting a show on Nickelodeon. Like he's building his stock because I think he knows himself that he could be released at any moment and that he wants to uh, like let the world know who he is still. And but the second that boy gets released, the second he gets released, you know where he's showing up. Literally everywhere. Well, yeah, but fucking deadlock. Oh yeah, oh yeah, brother. For sure. Uh, like dude, he's a hundred like hold up, hold up. Um shouts out Deadlock. Um I was not there the interviewer of choice for this time around, but my really good friend Muscle Man Malcolm is. Um we literally trained together. Uh Muscle Man Malcolm is the interviewer for the next Deadlock shows and coming up probably will be for the foreseeable future. He also does oh, the yeah. NWA Media Circuit. He works with Wrestle Talk. Malcolm is amazing. I cannot shout out that man enough. Um, we trained together for a good six months. Um, and he was honestly the only highlight of the place we trained in. Um, Malcolm, keep on doing what you're doing. Can't wait to see you soon. Keep fucking over on Deadlock. That shit is rad as fuck. That is. That's sick. It's actually better. Do you see um somebody from New Legacy? New Legacy. I don't know much about them, but debuted for AW1 Dark. Kid Bandit? What were we talking about? Uh, no, it's from New Legacy. I forgot who it was. It's somebody that's part of New Legacy, and I see you now all the New Legacy fans talking about it. He just debuted for um. He just debuted for um, AEW Dark. Hold up, I'll check. Let me go look. Yeah, because I did not hear about this. It was... Hold on. It's on this guy's Twitter that, what's it called? He goes to the dark tapings and he tweets about them. This is something... Howdy Prince? I don't... Or Howdy Price. Dino? People are saying... Oh, Dino Winwood? Yeah, yeah. Howdy, oh, Chris. Howdy, dude, I love Howdy Price. D- yeah, yeah. He uh, debuted for Dark dude, as a manager. Yeah, I love Dino Winwood. He's Dino Winwood is another amazing person. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about him, but I was seeing all about it, so I think that's tied too. Well, let's oh, go yeah. ahead and Fuck let's go yeah. ahead and get into fucking Cyber Sunday, two thousand six. Um, this was taking place in November of 2006. That's all I know. Uh, uh, it also was in Cincinnati, Ohio. 
uh, as they will not shut the fuck up about for the whole show. Never do. Um, we open up with a promo telling us the gimmick of Cyber Sunday. Uh, fans have been voting for like two weeks uh, for all these matches. Um, this is a really goofy 14 ass- million votes. Yeah, 14 million votes, which I don't think... I still think Cyber Sunday was rigged, especially looking at this pay-per-view. Oh. Like, because yeah. there are some very obvious choices that I'm surprised weren't made. Um, we fucking... This is a goofy-ass gimmick, to be honest. I think it's a good idea, but... Because Shot in Freud and Friends, a wrestling company over in England, uh, did this idea a lot better. Um, they... It was a show that the live audience were sent out Twitter polls and whatever the Twitter poll said in the moment actually happened. Okay. Um, Schadenfreude never taped any of their shows, so we're never going to... I don't have anything to send it to you. Um, but it was like Chief Damien Dunn, fuck that guy, by the way, uh, was up on a balcony and... They sent out a poll and it was like, hey, does he dive off or does he fall off? And what the crowd picked fall off. And he did like this whole comedic slip and fell off into the ring. It was it was rad. Schadenfreude and Friends is amazing. Uh, too bad they don't run anymore because all of their friends were assholes. Um, the big no, people. That's, <laughs> that's a fucking tight concept, honestly. Oh, dude. Schadenfreude, they had like they had like an actual battle royale show. Um, where people had like exploding collars on and the ring would like shrink with Sharan wrap every certain amount of time. So you had had a match in a smaller and smaller and smaller ring. Sean yeah. Ford and Friends is amazing. Uh, they never recorded literally anything though. So you had to be there live or catch Twitter clips from it. Okay. Uh, think PWG, but no DVDs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fucking setup for this ramp was like a giant keyboard, a computer monitor, and like a PC tower. It was all right. I, I, mean, I miss old sets. Yeah, I miss custom sets for pay-per-views, bro. But this set especially, like, I don't know. I, I think this one's cool. It's just funny seeing, like, that that was what a computer in 2006 looked like. Yeah, it's just crazy. I do want to talk about, before we get started, how goaded this show was. Um, it was actually good, yeah. Like I didn't realize, but this is this show specifically. This show is a show that has so many childhood memories for me. Like, yep. and I didn't fucking even recognize that's where they came from until they were airing out in front of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we get introduced to Omag um, Umaga coming out. Um, and Moan Go. Yeah, dude, Umaga Fox. I miss Umaga so bad, dude. Exactly. I wish he was still around. Rest in peace, fucking. Um, and then we get introduced to John Grisham and Maria Canellis. Uh, I will not be making any comments. Um, <laughs> they Maria's playing like a dumb bimbo this show. That's all she did forever, dude. Dude, I I don't have any memory. Yeah, that's, um, that was her whole gimmick. There, before you go on, there is a fucking backstage segment of Carlito with her, and she goes, "Oh, I like your shirt." 
uh, his shirt said, spit or, uh, do you spit or swallow? And he goes, well, Maria, <laughs> he goes, well, Maria, I have a uh, question for you. Do you spit or do you swallow? And she goes, uh, swallow. <laughs> the crowd went nuts. And he goes, that's what I like to hear. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, you're the only person I know that's to tell your apples. And then he turns, he just look, looks at her and then walks away. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like Dude. I love her whole gimmick was just being a dumb bimbo, like just being a, a blonde that's not blonde, really. It it works. Um, oh, definitely. We get we get to see the three possible contenders for um, Umaga's match. We get uh, this fire burns Kane. We get redacted U.S. champion. Uh, we also get Sandman. Uh, Kane won in a landslide boat. Like it was. Uh, I have it wrote down. Forty nine. Sandman had twenty eight, and the U.S. champ had twenty three. Yeah. It. Which I listen, all shit aside, you want to think they voted for US champion. Oh, 100%. That's that's 100% the match that should have happened if this was not rigged. I have no evidence that it was rigged, but I'm saying it was. Um, I'm almost positive it's all but confirmed that these shows were like any of the viewer choices. Uh, this is my second favorite Kane period. Like, I love this era of Kane because it's what I grew up with. It's the first memory I have of wrestling, period, is this cane. So, like, I love this shit. Um, What's your first favorite? Shackles? No, the fucking... The weird mask. The bumpy mask that had, like, one side going up through his hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, 2002, I think it was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that's, I that's, that's my favorite gimmick, Kane. Um, It's a good match. It's just fighting, pretty much. Like... It, yeah. There's no moves going on. It's just punch and slam, punch and slam. Um, at one point, JR gives the great call of the thickness of Umaga. And that shit popped me like a motherfucker at two in the morning. Um, we also, Umaga hit a sick ass flatliner uh, oh, out yeah. of nowhere. And it was at this point in the match where I like wrote down word for word. You can just tell Umaga had the sauce. Like Umaga had the sauce, and you could tell he had a great personality. They just gave him a fucking racist ass gimmick. Oh god, yeah. But like, he make work. Yeah. Like, dude, if you had Umaga just being a dude who liked to fight without any of this, like racist ass like tribal warrior shit it would have gotten over dude it gave him jacob Fatou's gimmick yeah or like even the usos now like yeah that shit would have got over um jerry lawler says a line here um while umaga's ramping up to do the stink face that like took my breath away uh lawler (laughs) went he's trying to turn kane into a statistic and I went, bro, like, I, dude, I say that shit like not jokingly to people. Like, that shit like took me for a second. Dude, Jerry and JR were on one tonight. 
dude, it worked. There's a point later tonight where Jerry, where JR calls Jerry a pedophile straight out. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. Um, Kane was over as fuck. Like, there were points where Umago's laying the heat on, Kane would do that uppercut, and the crowd would go nuts for Kane in 2006. This crowd was on fire tonight, dude. Dude, this crowd was like, I want whatever this crowd was on. Uh, it's that Giggle Water fucking <laughs> Matt Stryker was talking about. Fucking Sandman's Giggle Water. Uh, Umaga remained undefeated, though. Um, I think Cena eventually goes on to defeat him. Yeah, like very soon. I think it was like uh, January 07. So yeah, like a couple more weeks of this. Uh, this shit was a great match for just a brawling match. Both of the guys got their shit in. Um, Estrada is a decent manager, I think. Mm-hmm. I think, again, he's relying too much on racial stereotypes. But it's 2006 and it's WWE. Can't really do anything else. Mullen Spikes is six finisher too, might I I so I like it, but I don't. If it was like a whole hand, or like he did the thing where he uses the knuckle of his thumb. Yeah. But like I your thumb's gonna break, bro. <laughs> like I I do think they should have uh used it as a write-off. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because getting your fucking throat jabbed by a thumb is going to do damage in real life. They should have used it as like something to write people off. Then had his finisher be fucking I mean, his goddamn Samoan drop that he killed every time. Dude, so he does a Samoa drop, and every time out of character, he does the Shaka hand. And like <laughs> on the way down, like he does it and he shakes it. I don't think, I think it might be something from when he was like rosy and stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But like he just never He always does the shock at hand and I love it um, Dude that match was pretty good uh, Everyone got their shit in It was a good heel face Even though Kane was the face and I hated it But it still worked um, mm-hmm. It was great uh, We go into backstage um, EC champ- ECW champion The big show Gets approached by Charmel, and they're talking about this champion champions match. So, bro, I think this is the pay per view right after the last ECW we watched. Yeah, because Booker T showed up, and I don't even, yeah. even get uploaded. No, the last two episodes okay. we recorded did not get uploaded. So, yeah, we lost episodes. This is this is pretty timeline good with us. Like this just lines up with what we already know is going on. Um, trying to talk Big Show into protecting Booker T and Booker T, Booker T into protecting Big Show. And Big Show is like, hey, I don't trust you two motherfuckers. Um, so you can take that shiny shafter. You can shine it up a little bit. You can shove it straight up. Uh, Charmel goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You will regret this decision. Um, and Big Show is like, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Big really... Show said, okay, and just walked away. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get my favorite match of the night next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we get Crime Time versus Big Bisser and Charlie Haas and the Highlanders. Who I didn't know who the Highlanders were before this. Um, they were very short. Like they, so the Highlanders, they uh, the guy, the taller guy with the longer beard, mm-hmm. he got fired because he's had a meme 
of the guy sitting at TNA in the crowd, like sitting. Oh, like, him? Yeah. Yeah, he got fired because Impact put him on air, and they like not only put him on TV, but uh, they gave him a name plane. They said WWE superstar, whatever his name was. <laughs> Damn. And got his ass fired for it. Um, and then Caden Murdoch, who I confuse them in my brain space as Jesse and Bestus. <laughs> so, like I, I saw them talking about Caden Murdoch. And then I started singing that entrance theme about beans. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah, yeah. I started singing that, and then that never happened. So then it took me halfway through the match to be like, oh, these are different people. Um, but it's whatever. As Crime Time was walking down to the ring, Jerry was acting very stereotypically black in this yeah. whole segment. He goes, he goes, Oh, you're not down with that dog. And Jim Ross goes, Oh, I want to get down. <laughs> it it's very it gives me off very much a fast food manager who's white <laughs> and all his employees are minorities. That's oh god, yeah. That's what that gives me. Um it's a great match. Um it they have their vote, uh Maria and John Grisham, whether it's a fatal four-way a tag team turmoil match, which is like a timed gauntlet thing. And then a tornado Texas match or Texas tornado, um, Texas tornado wins because they're not going to fucking put effort into the undercard. Um, this match was fast forward, like as fuck, um, writing notes for this match just did not happen. No, uh, this match was great. JTG highlight of this fucking match. He's always been a star, dude. Always. Um, Rip Shad. Shad also put in a great performance. Uh, I have uh, actually one note for this match. Yeah, go ahead. And it's that fucking um, reverse Alabama slam. Shad did the JTG. That's a cool-ass tag team move. Um, That shit fucked. I think someone else does it nowadays, but I don't know who. Um. Drew McIntyre does it, but not as a tag team move. He yeah, just does someone it does it as a tag team move right now. And I'm oh. not, I think it might be MSP. I think MSP does it. Um, I think I've seen highlights of it before. But Primetime wins uh, after stealing the finish off someone else. Because ha ha ha, racial steal, ha ha. Um, and then they go out and they go to dap up JR and Jerry Lawler. And they jr doesn't get it and he's like okay i'm old and white that's okay um and they spent yeah. seconds of him and jerry trying to do it again yeah like he was like give me notes man no jerry tries it and he's like oh yeah i know what's going on and he obviously doesn't um and then as jtg is distracting jerry shad unplugs the laptop that he was using to vote on these matches and takes it behind his back and they walk away with it um, because ha ha ha, crime time steals. Um, I it was pretty actually funny like though. It was pretty funny though. No, it's funny, but like at the same time, like, but it, what the here's, fuck? Okay, here's it's funny because they are good actors. It's not funny because they're black. Like, it's funny because they made it work. Yeah, the joke is supposed to be ha ha, they're black, they steal. That doesn't work. It's funny because JTD. JTG and Chad are amazing at what they did. 
Yeah, no, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, and then we get another backstage segment of Shawn Michaels just hitting the space bar on this computer. Yep. Greatest uh, segment ever, dude. Just this also fits into a bunch of other segments at the time that I have remembered. Um, Sean doesn't know how to work technology. He never has. Um, he never will. It's a running joke, and I think it's pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. So he's just sitting there hitting the space button over and over and over again. So fucking Triple H comes up, and he's like, well, uh, we're not going to vote. For, don't vote for Vince McMahon, because we've done everything to him already. Uh, don't vote for Jonathan Coachman, because he's a bitch, and Cena beat him up last week. The, it's There's no point. Um, and he's like, well, we haven't tortured Bischoff yet, so vote for Bischoff. Oh, and by the way, Bischoff said, you don't know what controversy is, Sean. Sean, Sean goes, what, motherfucker? I put, <laughs> motherfucker, I put Bret Hart in the sharpshooter. Uh, he's <laughs> cleverly avoiding screw job, which was the obvious way to go here. Um, I put Bret Hart in the sharpshooter, motherfucker. You married what's her name? You fucking you fucked the boss's wife. Of you, we know what controversy is. And he's like, I don't know, man. Um, he walks up to Sean Spears, and he goes, "What's your name, uh, Stan?" <laughs> and he. Gives him the biggest speech in music ever. And he's going, I just kicked Stan. Um, and the gun goes down the hallway, sweet, sweet, uh, super kicking everyone else. Yeah. Um, and they all toss paper everywhere. Yeah. One of my favorite segments that I remember Dude, as a I didn't kid. even know the segment was this show. Dude, neither did I. But as soon as I seen it came on, I put my phone down and watched it. And all I put in my phone was I kicked Stan. Yeah, because that's all I needed to write down. Because I've seen I, that so many times. My note for this was "fuck Sean Spears," um, but like, and Triple H just looks at him and is like, "That crazy motherfucker." <laughs> but I don't know how I seen this segment whenever I was a kid, because I didn't fucking buy pay per views as a kid. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I just seen it on like uh, fucking videos or what. I don't. It, I know it's definitely in like that big old DX DX like four disc set. That's probably it. Uh, but the lime yeah. green one. Yeah. Yeah. It has the theme song. It has the theme song written down in a little book. Mm-hmm. I know exactly which one you're talking about. They also have a book that's lime green. I but... I, I can't read. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we then get Jeff Hardy comes out. Um. This Jeff Hardy is he okay? Jeff Hardy, like today? No, like Jeff Hardy, like in two thousand six, as this went on. No, because yes. yes, he was okay around this time period, and then he started falling off again, and then he got he, better. And then something he just about this Jeff Hardy did not recognize in my head as Jeff Jeff Hardy. This is right when he returned because he returned uh, the summer before this. Okay, he returned um, right before this with the whole rainbow hair and uh, yeah, like didn't look like him when he left. Uh, then we get uh, voting again. Could be Carlito, uh, Shelton Benjamin, and then I forget the other person. Uh, Nitro, and this it, one was a landslide. Also, yeah, it was never going to be Nitro. I think it should have been Benjamin, but oh god, yeah. But honestly. This match was fucking fantastic. Yeah, and the, the thing that sucks about it being so good is 
I uh, didn't write notes because I was too busy watching. Neither did I. Um, they start out with a handshake. I know that. Um, mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy's surprised that the handshake goes off without a hitch. This is a very, despite Carlito obviously being heel, um, this is a very face-face match. Well, I think this is one of those matches where it's like, Nobody takes this person seriously or whatever. Yeah. Like nobody like knew Carlito had the goods and then he proved it in this match type of deal. And it was more so like the crowd was like, damn, this guy's good. Like it's, it was yeah. one of those like it's like booing or cheering for the heel because he's good type of deal. This um the story of this match is drop kicks pretty much. Oh god, yeah. Um, but it works in such a fucking weird way. If you would have told me that these two had a match and they focused it solely around drop kicks, I would be like, okay, that sounds fine. Uh, but this match was fantastic. Uh, the story of this match starts off when they pretty much have matched each other move for move, and then they get close and they're staring each other in the eyes, and then out of nowhere, fucking Carlito hits him with a basement drop kick to the knee. Yep. It's fucking amazing. And he just like shrugs it off, like, hey man, I'm I'm trying to win. Um and then we get fucking at one point Carlito goes to leapfrog over Jeff Hardy and he hits him with his front drop kick right to the gut. That shit looked rough. They uh, did the tightrope barricade thing drop kick. Yeah. Where Jeff does the tightrope on the barricade. I don't know the exact term, but where he does the tightrope and he uh yeah does a splash usually. Fucking drop kicked him out of midair on that. Jeff just hit the ground. He didn't land on his feet first. No, that match is amazing. I just had a fucking porn bot follow me. I opened that up and I fucking <laughs> look. I got a notification that Alicia something followed me. And I was like, okay, is this wrestler? Clicked on it. Straight puss. Um, Great puss. I'm disgusted. Uh, while you talk about this, of course you're scared. <laughs> of course you're disgusted by pussy. Uh, What's it called? Um, while we're on Jeff Hardy, I hope he's okay. I'm just gonna say that right now. Yeah, didn't yeah. I saw people on the timeline yesterday saying, "I hope he does well." Is he leaving to go to rehab or something? He uh, at a house show this weekend. He did his hot tag and disappeared. Did his hot tag, tagged out, and disappeared into the crowd. And from what it sounds like, he's like just he's not doing okay. WWE sent him home. WWE's like person in your home. And Matt Hardy did a Twitch stream and he's like, I've talked to my brother and he's doing okay. It's just, what's it called? It's not my story to tell. If he wants to talk about it, he can talk about it. I hope he, I hope he, because he's been doing really good recently. I know the interview came out with him or something saying he's fine. Oh, motherfucking computer setting, saying he's fine off drugs. But alcohol is a problem because it's just everywhere. Yeah, that was on the Stone Cold one that just fucking released a week ago. Um, so I really hope he's doing okay. I love Jeff Hardy. Everyone loves Jeff Hardy. Um, but if he does need help, I hope he gets it. I don't. Jeff Hardy is someone I really do not want to lose. No, exactly. And I really, really hope. Like it sounds like it's. No, you're not trying to discredit it, but it sounds like it's just alcohol, thankfully. It could but... also be medical because uh, he had to stop doing the swanton for a little bit, I remember. Yeah, because his tailbone. I think his thing is 
people are like, oh, Darby's the next Jeff Hardy. No, he's not. Jeff Hardy keeps going. I can't remember a time where Jeff Hardy had to take him off because of an injury. He just fought yeah. through it. Like, if Darby Allen gets injured, he's fucking going home. Jeff Hardy won't. He's also is. a fucking... Darby Allen is also a fucking shithead. But yes, yes. Very much so. One of the main very reasons I don't watch AEW Weekly. Yeah, um, most definitely. But but no, yeah. that's that. I hope Jeff's okay. I, yeah, me too. Just because that sucks. My addiction sucks. And if you guys need help, get help. If Yeah, that's that. That's um, all I want. I just wanted to get that off my chest. Very, very good match. Jeff Hardy wins. Uh, we get... I believe it's straight into the DX match. Uh, video package, then DX. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, I have listed as part of the match. It was a great promo package. Um, so we get DX comes out first. They do the Are You Ready bit. They dick on Sean, of course. Um, and then Todd Grisham is like, Hey, Maria, who did you vote for? And then she goes, I voted for Vince McMahon, my boss. I don't want to get wild jumping. Fire. Not only that, jumping, tongue out, tits out. Uh, I, I wasn't went, saying that. <laughs> I said at my fucking TV, I was just in there. What? <laughs> Bro moved his phone, his notes phone over to the left hand real quick. Had to pause the show real quick. No, that she's fucking, I don't know. Her whole what's it called being a dembo is funny, and it's just funny because she was like that all the way up until she returned, and then she came back at with whatever the fuck their gimmick was. Was Mike? Um, cucking Mike Canellis was the gimmick. <laughs> um, I have, Which is by far and away my favorite thing. I'll go on. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, I have Mike Bennett is a lucky guy here as well. Um, yeah, he beat addiction. He's a good wrestler. Lucky guy. <laughs> Bro has like. Three babies. Um, with the mother being Maria at all of them. That means he's had sex with Maria at minimum three times scientifically. <laughs> Scientific <laughs> research says he has had sex with Maria three times. At least. <laughs> Bro, listen. If if you're Mike Bennett, that is a everyday occurrence. Um, that, like, granted... She's allowed to say no, of course. But yeah. <laughs> if if you're Mike Bennett, that is a as literally often as possible. Uh, speaking of Mike Bennett, do you think he goes anywhere? Besides the Indies now that Ring of Honor is shutting down? Um fuck Ring of Honor, but uh I, no, yeah. I he's been doing some independent stuff. I don't know if he's going anywhere big. I know he's teaching at a few schools right now um apparently he's doing a bunch of good seminars like yeah. i've heard nothing but good things about his seminars i know cheeseburgers trying to get him in for a seminar um, uh-huh. so i really believe that even if he doesn't do anything actively wrestling trainer mike bennett is amazing uh i need him to go train at uh world famous cb school and hear me out I need fucking Nasty Leroy to fucking run in and attack Mike Bennett. I need fucking Mike Bennett versus Nasty Leroy. I'm I I'm really cold on Nasty Leroy to be honest. Fuck you, cheese. True. 
Um, <laughs> and then it ends up being Eric Bischoff won the vote. Um, with the, Eric Bischoff has the best theme song ever. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Every time I hear it, I yell it. Uh, it doesn't matter what time it is. But I'm back and I'm better than ever. I have a knack for making things better. Fucking amazing. Did you know that wasn't his original WWE theme? No, but I don't want to know the real one. So shut the fuck up. He came. No, listen. He came out to um, uh, "Back in Black" by Metallica. Oh, that also works though. Yeah, he came back to "Back in Black." Uh, whenever Vince McMahon was like the new Raw GM, and it was "Back in Black" by Metallica, and I don't know why they never stuck with it because that's cool. But I, I like the, I like his like well, famous I, theme. I know around this time. They did release a NWO DVD called Back in Black. Mm-hmm. So it could have been that. Um, this is, I stopped this match in the middle to watch when I woke up. Um, we have a spot where Triple H doesn't jump off the top rope. I, I don't know why, but like he, Shawn Michaels twists Edge's arm and Triple H goes to do the axe handle. I was like, nah, I'm good. And just comes down off the top rope. He was already up and just kicks him in the gut. Um, pretty good. I I like DX, but I don't. Like, I will never go out of my way to watch a DX match. But if it's on the show I'm already watching, that's it's it's a pretty good match. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Um, uh, one of my favorite matches by them, which you should probably try to watch, is there a submissions count anywhere against Cody Rhodes and Teddy Biafi Jr.? That match uh, was real good. I am not watching a legacy match. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do not watch Cody Rhodes now. I will not watch Cody Rhodes then. Um, only one person can have that name, and he's not good enough for it, and neither is Milkman. Um, so I'm not... <laughs> I'm not watching the Cody Rhodes match, um, but yeah, it's a great, it's a decent match. Rated RKO is whatever. Um, Edge is the star of this, a hundred percent. Randy Orton is just kind of there, much like he was in ECW, kind of there. Uh, I don't fucking like Randy Orton. Um. The match gets really complicated at the end for no fucking reason. Uh, fucking Shawn Michaels dodges a spear. It hits Eric Bischoff. Uh, substitute ref comes out. DX is about to win off something. Uh, Bischoff pulls off that substitute ref, punches him in the face. The worst punch I've ever seen. Um, then lets Shawn Michaels get hit in the head with the chair. Let's Triple H get hit in back with the chair. Randy Orton pins Triple H. Rated RKO one. Um, it's it's so so. It's a good DX match. I I like DX better when they all work separately as like a four person stable. Like I don't think Shawn Michaels Triple H are a good tag team. I think they're a good singles person. Like. If you have the five-man DX squad, uh, it should always be Road Dog, Billy Gunn tag titles, X-Pac, uh, tertiary title, whether that's European or cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. And then Sean, Intercontinental, 
Triple H World Championship. Always. Uh, I don't. I don't like fucking Shawn Michaels. Triple H as a tag team. I'll go out my way to watch Triple H matches, single matches. I will never go out my way to watch a Triple H tag team match unless it's two man power trip because that shit fucked. Oh god, yeah. Oh god, yeah. DX. The problem with them is they always uh, seem like they always were breaking up and reuniting. Like, I know it only happened twice, like, 06 and 2010, but still. Like, I just hate that. Like, that's what, like, drug me away from the Shield, watching them break up and get back together. Like, Dude, that shit got really complicated towards the end. Like, it was all the time they were breaking up, back together, breaking up, back together, breaking up, back together. And then I get why they got back together at the very, very end, because it was Dean's, like, fucking swan song or whatever. But, like, fuck, man. Yeah. It's, uh... And know. plus, they made them returning a storyline the first time. Remember when Miz was like, oh, there's rumors of you guys returning. Don't let that happen. Just let fucking Dean and fucking Rollins come out on their own. Yeah, I, I'm i also not a big S.H.I.E.L.D. guy. I, I like them all separately way more than I like them all together. And honestly, the more Seth Rollins talks, the less I like Seth Rollins. Really? Yeah, like, I hate whatever the fuck he's doing right now. Oh, okay, I get what you mean. I thought you meant, like, outside of wrestling. Oh, no, that no. too. <laughs> but, um, no, I get what you mean. I try not to watch character work. I try to watch mainly in-ring work. And Seth, to this day, is the best person from The Shield. I argue with your mama. I don't care. No, you're right. Seth, but Seth is better than John and Roman. The thing is, I'm not, I'm not an in-ring guy. I'm a character guy. You and me are completely opposite of this spectrum. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. Uh, I care 100% more about characters and stories in wrestling than I do whatever the fuck happens in the ropes. Uh, if the ropes does not get across the story, I don't care. Um, but yeah, it's whatever. Fair enough. Rated RKO sucks. I'm learning that as we watch more of their stuff. Like, Oh, God, yeah. Hopefully this is the last thing we watch of them for a while. <laughs> um, they go backstage after winning. Uh, talk to Lita. Lita's like, I'm gonna go win the women's championship. Rah, rah, rah. Um, Todd Grisham comes out and is like, Hey, answer these questions. They go off on Todd, Todd Grisham. <laughs> um, they fucking call him Chump Stain. <laughs> they listen here, Chump Stain. Um, Edge hits himself for a rated R. He hits Randy Orton, KO, and he pushes Todd Grisham. Out of screen, yeah. <laughs> out of the frame. And then Todd Grisham just dies, I guess, because we don't see him for the rest of the night, I don't think. Or I didn't, at least. Uh, uh, I think, yeah, I think he still did his fucking, what's it called, announcing the results bullshit. Um, and then they hop in the limo, and they're like, we're going to go celebrate. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, we get the WWE. I thought... Oh, go ahead. For some reason, for some reason, I thought whenever they were driving off, the back wheels of the limo were going to fall off. So I thought they were going to, I thought they had to back up because my, my brain <laughs> recognized that as a wall. And then they went for it. I was like, they're just going to crash. What are they going to do? Are they just going to stay in the limo? Um, but I didn't, I didn't see that little ramp that went to the side. I really thought they were either just going to stay in that limo or not move or crash into the wall. For some reason, I thought it was the segment where the back wheels of the limo 
gets pulled off by DX. I don't know why. I thought they were going to speed off and the Lamelle's just going to fucking collapse. Yeah, hey, yeah, that would have been better. Um, you thought they were going to fucking murder Todd Grisham, though. Yeah, I thought they were going <laughs> to back over Todd Grisham. Um, <laughs> we get all the WWE divas coming out, uh, all to the ring. Ashley Mazzaro is there. Uh, Rip. Yeah, rest in peace. We also got Ariel. <laughs> which like dude i thought we were done with this shit dog yeah like, i'm not doing anything during wwecw time period again <laughs> there, was, there was no reason for ariel to be there it was wredeemers kelly kelly was also there but like i i lost her in the crowd of blonde women ariel <laughs> stuck out like a sore fucking thumb. uh like and she has no business to be there she doesn't wrestle dog or maybe- no we only have like probably at least one episode between the last episode we watched and this and i promise you she did not have a match i don't fucking know but uh they all come out um this time it's just maria announcing the result she's like i really wanted to be a part of this but i lost so i guess not um well first (laughs) hold on first they show the fucking weak ass graphic for this tournament yeah, like, oh, it's, a four-person <laughs> tournament. It's, a, it's quite literally a four-person tournament. Fucking Lita against Maria and fucking Mickey against Melina. And that's the tournament. That's the whole tournament. They made it very obvious who they wanted to fucking win. Yeah. Like, who they wanted to fucking be in the finals. Um, it's fucking whatever. Uh, and she's like, hey, I really wish I win, but I guess I didn't. And then it's like, uh, this, this can be a notice qualification match. A lumberjill match and something else. Submission. Uh, I'm surprised Brawn Panties wasn't on there. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't like Brawn Panties fucking uh, yeah, pudding. Like 100%. That's what I thought it would have been. But, you know, props on them for not giving us that, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Good good shit for them. I, but we I, shouldn't be proud, though. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have to be proud that you don't make the woman get naked. Um, we get it's a decent match. I, I this is where I started to tune out because the show just got too long. Uh-huh. Um, I do remember that the whole time, uh, all the other divas were cheering for Mickey James, except yeah. for Ariel. Yep, <laughs> Ariel was the only person cheering for Lita, and I just thought it was like a funny character moment because, like that, that makes sense. They're they align on the heel face spectrum. So it makes sense that only she is rooting for Lita. Um, Lita, it's 2006. Um, Mickey James, it's 2006. Uh, Lita's on her way out. Mickey James just really getting started. Yep. So you have someone who's probably shouldn't be wrestling this much. And someone who also probably shouldn't be wrestling this much, but because they're green, not because their body's wearing down. Yeah. Um, it's a good match. Like the lumberjacks didn't do shit. Every time they left the ring, they just got slapped a bunch. It, yeah. Like, it whatever. Um and Jerry ate it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um the after the demons all come out, uh Jerry starts talking about Kelly Kelly. Um and JR this motherfucker was about to start working Tuesdays. Yeah. Uh fucking 
Jared, a fucking Lawler is like, dude, Kelly Kelly's so hot, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then JR fucking annihilated him and fucking goes, I don't know, she might be a little old for you. She's only 19. And <laughs> dude, like, how? Do you remember when fucking AJ Lee said some shit like that to Jerry? Yeah. He said, said uh, somebody said, uh, put her, uh, put his hands on AJ at the commentary desk. And he goes, oh, I wish I could do that. And AJ goes, oh, Jerry, I'm too old for you. I'm 26. <laughs> Dude, how, how are they okay with just having a straight up pedophile? Like, and Not just pedophile. Like the dude literally fucking molested a 13 year old. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, and joking about it. They joked about it last night on Raw too. For true. <laughs> yeah, bro. So Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley were backstage, and uh, somebody's like, "Oh, there's a fan that wants to see you. A fan that wants to see you." And fucking here comes Jerry Lawler. Like, put him in other segments. You don't have to put like if you're gonna have him on screen, don't put him in a segment with the women where you know they feel uncomfortable. Yeah, just don't. If they're a woman in the venue, don't bring Jerry Lawler in the venue. Not only is Jerry Lawler over the age of 60, but he's also a pedophile. Double whammy. Double, get yeah, his double his time's done, bro. Double. <laughs> this um, dude doesn't get a fucking reincarnation. No. Uh, Lita ends up winning. She's a new woman's champion. Woohoo. She uh, has to be losing it soon. Yeah, because she's almost retired. This this yeah. tournament literally happened because Trista Stratus retired with the title. Then they give it to someone else who's going to retire in a few months. They sort of just gave it to Mickey. That's yeah. Um, Trish Stratus literally won the title and said, "All right, cool, I'm retiring now." Pretty much what she did at SummerSlam with Charlotte. <laughs> like um, Jesus. Then we get the Spirit Squad backstage. Ken <laughs> Doan is fucking going crazy. He's like. <laughs> Um, motherfucker, I'm the best. I pin Ric Flair. Fuck you. Uh, one of them's kind of hesitant, and he's like, "Well, fuck you. I pin Ric Flair. Listen to what I said. And listen to what he said." Um, young Dolph Ziggler here. They're about to be shipped down to OVW. Fucking um, threw me off seeing Dolph Ziggler. I don't know why I was so confused to see him, but I was. Like, I know I, he's in Spared Squad, but it. I, I had to take a double take. I literally watched this segment and did not realize that it was Dolph Ziggler until after I stopped watching the show. Like I sat down and I went, that was fucking Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I, I recognized Mikey and Ken Doan way more than I recognized Dolph Ziggler. And I don't know why. Um, shout out to fucking Kenny too. Kenny's yeah, a fucking Ken Doan. He's a fucking producer now, dude. Good for him. He's fucking also the best in ring out of them all. Even Dolph Ziggler. Fuck Dolph Ziggler. Ken Doan, bro. I'll um, fucking die on that hill, too. Yeah. Dykstra, or whatever his name was, did not get what he deserved. No, at all. They stuck him with that bullshit-ass Spare Squad gimmick, and then after that, they gave, they tried repackaging him, and they kind of failed, because I think they tried giving him a fucking stupid gimmick also. Let the dude go out there and work. Yeah, let like, him be Charlie is... Haas, bro. Please. Um, uh, and then after Oh, and then I also made a note, and I said they all look like Dude Perfect. Yes. Uh, like, I genuinely thought Dude Perfect was on my screen for a second. Um, and then I stopped watching the show. I saw Ric Flair come out, and I went, damn, it's 2006. Click. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, Kenny and Mikey versus Ric Flair and a partner that the fans choose. 
And the three choices were fucking Sergeant Slaughter, no thanks. Roddy Piper, no thanks. And the one that fucking confused me the most, Dusty Rhodes. Because wasn't Dusty and the Four Horsemen always feuding? Yeah, they were not. They were not. They were not. (laughs) No, they did not like each other. But neither did Roddy Piper. Yeah. And probably Sergeant. It just made no sense. It was just legends or whatever. Sergeant WWE, you fucking mark. Still, fuck you. Um, he follows me, not you. Sorry, you follow. Yeah, promise that he follows me. I could give a fuck. Oh, really? That's probably the most MAGA person in WWE history. In history, not even WWE history. I'm, I'm good, brother. And there's a reason he doesn't follow me. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, Roddy Piper wins. And then as he's out in the ring, he does the whole like taking the shirt off thing and the crowd's going, oh, and he just sits there with his shirt above his stomach and he starts rubbing his stomach. It was the weirdest thing ever. Dude, he's I, fucking hate Roddy fat. I hate Roddy Piper. I and I, I while skipping through. Yeah, Roddy Piper was pretty fucking heavy. Like he looked I thought it was Jumbo Teresa. Like Saruda. Sorry, Jumbo Saruda. I, I dead ass thought it was Jumbo Saruda on my. Oh, he's heavy, dude. Like, um, dude, I and I'd be lying if I said I watched any of this match. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Basically, before the bell rang, fucking Dusty Rhodes music hits, and I thought he was coming out to attack Ric Flair. I thought we were about to get a fucking bloodbath. I was like, oh, let's go. Nope, Sergeant Slaughter is behind them, and they they like looked. It looked like a universe mode fucking cutscene. They looked at <laughs> they like looked at Roddy and Ric Flair and like nodded their heads and just sat there like this and just let the match continue. Hey, and yo, then two K twenty two playthrough, dude. If we can figure a way out to him down, say less. Like if I can figure out, like if I can figure that, like how to do that type of stuff, I'm so down to put that on say the less. Patreon. Say less, but. Uh, fucking career what's it called? <laughs> fucking career mode? Hell yeah! Let's do fucking GM modes on there, you bastard. Both, bro. Okay. Anyways, Rick Flair and Roddy Piper won the titles for whatever goddamn reason, and then the old folk beat up fucking Spirit Squad for whatever fucking reason, and that's that. I don't know. Every pay per view I've ever went back and watched for fun from 2006, it has Rick Flair winning a title he's never won. <laughs> you got. I want his record, brother. <laughs> Dude, I watched something and it was like Carlito versus Ric Flair, and they're like, Ric Flair has never won the Intercontinental title. He fucking won it. Why? Dude, I'm surprised Why? he didn't ever get the ECW championship. Dude, honestly. We were almost close to it when he won the <laughs> show. Like, I dead ass thought he was going to win it right there. But, Dude, fucking old man Ric Flair got his ass whooped that match. Dude, that was probably the only good match. And then after that match, did you see the backstage segment with Cena and Booker T? I caught like a picture of it <laughs> while skipping through. So they're backstage and it's kind of like Booker T asking uh, Cena. He's like, uh, hey, you want to team up? If uh, your title's on the line, I help you retain it. If my title's on the line, I help you retain it. Or you help me retain it. Mitchell's title on the line, we both try to win it. Which, why in God's green earth would either of you want to win the ECW champion? Yeah, you, know? you, should, <laughs> you should just not go in the ring. If the, like, if... <laughs> If the ECW championship got picked for on the line, you should just stay backstage. I'm laying on the ground and letting Big Show pin me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. Nobody wants that shit. Big Show doesn't but, uh, want that shit. No, fuck no. We don't want that shit. Big Show don't want nobody wants it. Marvd doesn't even want it. He got arrested because of it. <laughs> that booty but wanted they, enough to win. <laughs> he DQ'd himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we were backstage and Cena like came up with this stipulation. He's like, he goes, if I win or if I hope you win, I get a night with Charmel. Hey, yo. <laughs> Charmel busts through the door because she was eavesdropping on the outside and goes, are you out of your mind? He's like, I was joking. I was joking. And, but Booker T said, okay. And he's like, I was joking. Booker T's like, I was joking. He's like, I was joking, man. We're going out there and we're, what's it called? Going out there and um, every man for themselves. So then they talk a little bit more and then throw they walk out. Throw back to when Kurt Angle called Charmel a gorilla. She said he wanted to have bestiality sex with her <laughs> he said rough bestiality sex Dude, what that, that I'm was, sh- fucking wild bro not Booker D Kurt Angle was out of line for that one he also said he played with little boys how do you think Kurt Angle feels about that now how <laughs> I know he hates Perk Angle. I know he like genuinely hates that. <laughs> but oh, CM Pulse is live right now. Um, how do you think if we had the chance to talk to Kurt Angle, how do you think you would feel about the bestiality sex line? <laughs> you see, the problem is if we had Kurt Angle on here, it'd be nothing but questions about Perk Angle segments. No, like I'd be like, we, we I'd be like, I know out of respect for him, we would not, dude. I'd be like, how was it jumping off the stage in TNA? Fucking doing that giant somersault. Like that type of shit. I'm not going to be like, oh, so how was it taking five Percocets? Dude, no, mad? it was like, something like 54 Vicod in a day. Yeah, that dude was eating them. <laughs> he, said he, ne- he said he never took them before matches. He said only after matches, though. Yeah, because... But still. <laughs> I mean, look at that party bound for glory. You can't fucking wrestle on the... Did you... Did you hear what he took before Victory no. Road against Sting? So in the Stone Cold uh, uh, interview thing on the Peacock, he said that he took 12 SOMOs. Those are muscle relaxers. <laughs> yeah, no wonder bro was sitting there like that. <laughs> bro, he said, he said he remembered talking to Sting before the match, and he said the finish was going to be cool. The finish was going to be Sting was going to wrap the chair around his neck and do the fucking Scorpion death prop with the chair around Jeff's neck. Dude, say less. No wonder fucker the fucker took fucking 12 muscle relaxers. He was preparing. <laughs> Bro, but, like, I'm going to be like shit after this. Might as well get it over. But he said he took like 12 somas or somos or whatever they're called. But he said that like him and Sting like fucking talked about the match and they were going to have a good match. And then like he said he just remembered disappearing. And then after that, he remembered being out in the ring confused. <laughs> like, what Dude. the fuck? Addiction is crazy, brother. Wild, bro. But anyways, this segment, fuck it, it gets wild, bro. It gets more wild. Don't worry. Fucking, they walk out in the hallway, and Charmel was standing out there, arms crossed, all pissed. And Cena looks at Booker T and goes, all right, if I help you win, <laughs> if I help you win, it's Charmel, <laughs> Charmel, a Hexel Jim Duggins 2x4, and uh, Finley's um, leper- <laughs> Leprechaun, and I get to watch, and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Booker T goes, tell me. I dare you to not. And before he could finish it, Ron Simmons walks up 
and yells, damn. Why? <laughs> Why is he there? <laughs> what the fuck? I, dude, I hate 2006. Dude, that's all Ron Simmons did was just fucking showing up in the most awkward times. Damn. You know, damn. Ron Simmons is like an ECW alumni. Uh-huh, I did know that. Yeah. I watched a What Culture video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. People you did not know wrestled for ECW. <laughs> bro, bro, I was watching fucking Adam Blompiade and shit. No, <laughs> don't fucking say that. <laughs> you calm the fuck down. That was fucking uh, Adam Pacidi and fucking um, Pacidi. Uh, fucking, fucking the here's why, guy. I hate, I hate Simon Miller, dog. Dude, I cultaholic fucks. I love cultaholic. Fucking Jack the Jobber, Adam Pacini, Sam, and fucking Ross. But I'm so glad Simon Miller did not come over with them because I would have not watched. I hate that motherfucker. No, dude. Fucking. It's so funny watching what culture, like when they broke up. I remember I was in college when it happened and I got like a fucking bleacher report notification. <laughs> and it, <Yo. laughs> it's that. It said, well, culture contracts up. And I looked at it and I was like, hey, yo, what the, why the fuck is Bleacher Report fucking covering this? And then whenever that happened or whatever, um, how like downhill what culture went and then fucking Cold the Hall blew up more than what culture has. They had to fucking wrap up fucking what culture pro wrestling, dude. Yeah, they switched over to Defiant and Defiant fucking sucked. Dude, World Culture Pro Wrestling was just British PWG. Dude. That's all it was, was UK PWG. There's what? a fucking Ricochet versus Keith Lee, bro, in WCPW. Dude, I promise you, I know that's what got me into independent wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about this on Spaces before, but the pipeline went uh, WCPW to Progress Wrestling to Shikara to US Indies. <laughs> Damn. Damn. If WCPW never happened, we would not be talking right now. Uh, also, Booker T1 because Kevin Federline distracted and had yeah, seen him distracted. I, I watched the finish for this match. That's all I watched. I, that's all I watched is the finish because I thought maybe you wouldn't watch it, so I at least wanted to know the finish. <laughs> Who the fuck is Kevin Federline? Sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to get that out the way so we could continue talking. We'll get back to what's it called. You're talking a second ago. Kevin Federline is a fucking rapper who dated Britney Spears. And basically, the whole thing around this time was Johnny Nitro versus John Cena were having a feud. And on New Year's Day of 2007, it was K-Fed versus John Cena for the title. Or not for the title, in a one-on-one match. And that's that. Why? <laughs> I don't know, but I remember being a little kid buying fucking K-Fed's album because of it. <laughs> so I guess it worked out for Kevin Federline. It worked out for you, Mark. <laughs> it worked out for Kevin Federline, I guess. Dude, I don't I didn't know. Dude, so I was skipping word for word. Um, and I saw some skinny white guy attack John Cena. So I was like, okay, I'll go back and watch. I don't know. It fucking, from the clip, like the little preview corner, I thought it was a skinny Eminem. And I went, damn, I'm really out here fucking attacking John Cena for why? So I went why? Back. Yeah, I went back and watched, and it was fucking Kevin Federline, and I didn't know who the fuck it was. 
the crowd did not pop. That's the only time the crowd was not hot. <laughs> uh, that match was whatever. But anyways, back to uh, fucking how Cody got into independence. <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking CCK is pretty much it. Um, okay. Fucking Kid Lycos and Chris Brooks are what got me into wrestling pretty much. Independent wrestling. I was always a WWE kid. That mm-hmm. was my my dad liked Impact, so I caught a little bit of early two thousands Impact. Um, but fucking, I was watching fucking Walt Culture videos, and then they're like, "Hey, we have a wrestling company now." I was like, "For true." Um, I started watching that shit, and then I got introduced to all these British fucking people. I was like, "Damn, this shit kind of fucks." Yeah. Uh, so let me let me go watch this other British company. I'm like, damn, this kind of fucks. And they're partnered with a US company called Shikara. Okay, let me check that out. Um, I started hardcore watching Shikara. Like I have I used before all the shit with Shikara happened, I had their DVDs. I got rid of them when that happened. Um so I was like hardcore watching Shikara, and then I was like, oh damn. Eddie Kingston is in Shikara and Ring of Honor. Let me go check out what Ring of Honor is. Holy shit, I really like Ring of Honor. Um, let me, you know, just watch U.S. wrestling. Yeah, that's kind of followed one for me. Like, I had my local promotions, like Glory Pro and shit I'd go to that were flying in big names. Like, they were having, um, they had Jeff Cobb and name I'm not going to say who ran the promotion. They had, like, the Lucha Bros. They had all sorts of big names or whatever. And then I fucking, what's it called? Started watching uh, What Culture Pro. Yeah, What Culture Pro, the World Cup or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had. And there was a fucking Keith Lee versus Ricochet match that I fucking watched every day for like three weeks. Dude, that's, that's, su- that's such a huge fucking match. Dude, Keith Lee, I'm not even joking when I say this. Keith Lee was legit my favorite independent wrestler for like a solid like two months. And then it was fucking AC Romero for like a week. And then, <laughs> and then fucking Ace or yeah, it went Keith Lee, AC, ACH for like literally a year and a half, two years. And then it's been AJ Gray ever since. I'm not a big ACH guy. I I fucking know he's great in the ring and he re- really did fuck him over um, with that fucking racist ass t shirt design. Um, but I've never really got behind him. Uh, I do remember, God, I was such a fucking dumb kid, but I liked Will Ospreay a lot. Um, Dude, so I used to watch him in Ricochet's uh, Best of the Super Junior fucking sequence, that little sequence they had. Yeah. I used to watch that spot fucking daily on YouTube. And then I used to watch his uh, fucking PWG match. It was like him, Seidel, and... um ricochet versus fucking like the young bucks and adam yeah. Cole. i used to watch that all the time too but osprey's a fucking oh yeah he's like, a fucking dickhead asshole now he's bro he's a and fucking he, full piece he probably was then too because i'm not i'm not quite sure how timelines were on that i know about the story that happened i just don't know when it happened um so like fuck will osprey and fuck the whole swords of essex um but like I was really big into them. And then we've talked about it before, but I was a Jimmy Havoc mark. Yeah, fucking 
what else? Trying to think of other big independents. Like I knew of Progress and PWG, obviously, because it was kind of hard not to know PWG in Ring of Honor, but never watched it. TNA, I went through a phase where I watched it, but I was always WWE for fucking ever up until like 2015. I stopped WWE. Um, I don't remember exactly when. I know back when they, they redid the sp- brand split, I watched SmackDown all the fucking time because that SmackDown was goaded. 2016 um, or whatever, right? Yeah, too, early new SmackDown was goaded as fuck. Yeah, dude. They had like Ziggler being pushed. They had fucking like they were like crane, yeah, crane new stars and shit. Um, and then I watched the fuck out of NXT, and then I stopped with their fucking Takeover Mania weekend. That was Gargano, um, Champa in the cinematic match. I stopped watching NXT then. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That match uh, fucking sucked. That was the death of the NXT. Yeah. That in AEW. No, single-handedly that match. Even if AEW never fucking came on, uh, that match did it for me. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying, AEW fucking turned NXT upside down. Um, and then I, I don't know exactly when I stopped watching the main roster. It wasn't too long after New SmackDown. Uh, I think it was after the AJ Styles Cena feud. That was a good feud. I mean, like I watch main roster. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. I watch it still here and there. Yeah, like I if a paper you watch Raw the other day. No, I fucking have it on for background noise and watch the main event. Like, I thought Liv Morgan was going to win, bro. I had to see that. I wanted to see Liv Morgan win. Why would uh, they let Liv Morgan win? Why would they make you happy? Well, stop. <laughs> they made it seem like she was okay, fucker. But, uh, no, like, I, I don't know the last time that I, like, got home and was like, oh, Brawl's on tonight. Let me turn it on. That makes sense. I've always just used it as background noise. Like, I get on fucking Watch Wrestling Daduno and I will turn it on when I play video games with my little brother. Wrestling Daduno. <laughs> Great website. Try it out. <laughs> no. That's how, I, that's how I watch GCW. I might. Okay, maybe for this. <laughs> nah, I read Lord of I'm joking, man. If you're trying to toss us some fucking Hammerstein tickets, I'd buy all your events. All of them. I won't. I, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah. They had they had GCW for a little bit on Watch Wrestling Uno. That's how I used to watch all my pay per views. I miss the network. I miss the fuck out of the network. Every time we have to log on to Peacock, I die inside a little bit. Dude, I tried fucking. I don't know how, but I accidentally watched the fucking new Saved by the Bell today. Okay, <laughs> 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 the fuck was that about? I fucking like logged on. I fucking logged on to watch GCW. And I guess I clicked the wrong button and I thought there was an ad. So I just stayed there and I fucking seemed like this political commercial thing. And I thought it was fucking a commercial. And I was like, all right. And I looked down on my phone and I looked up, no, it's to do Saved by the Bell. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Dude, I, no, I'm good on Peacock, bro. Uh, I, I, gen- I genuinely don't know what else there is on Peacock to watch. So okay, I was thinking about this. How are they not losing money? On Peacock, because I know damn sure that a lot of their people didn't switch over. Um, 
And I also know even if they did, Peacock is is free. <laughs> uh for not not for WWE. Oh really? WWE. Uh oh so, yeah. It's like five ninety nine with commercials. Yeah, with commercials. The free it's, one you only get like the YouTube shows on Peacock, and then it's still, like ten dollars for taking entry. most of that money. Well, they paid WWE like ten mil. Yeah, originally up front, but like going on, it can't be that sustainable. No, I don't know why they did that, dude. Because, because like, like you said, you, yeah, if you do nine ninety nine per month, yeah, you don't get that nice ten mil, but you still get guaranteed money, and it was like record breaking every fucking week, every fucking quarter. They're like, oh, we got more subscriptions, more subscribers, and the network was way more like smooth, dude. Yeah, being able to look up, hey, I want Owen Hart, and it giving me yeah. all his matches, and them being already time-stamped, so I'd click on the show, and it would just skip to the Owen Hart match. Like, dude, why would... They really said, fuck us, huh? <laughs> yeah, they did. And that's what I wish fucking IWTV would do, is timestamps. I get why they don't, because it's just not nearly as big of a team as the network. Well, Good. even then, there's so many indie people. That's like kind of, and so many old promotions. It's kind of like crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm trying to think of anything I want to get off my chest. Uh, merch store. Once I get my designer who sent me the logo originally to send me it with a transparent background so we can put it on shirts, we'll be having a merch store on uh, What a Maneuver, the greatest fucking merch store there is online. Hey, yo, What a Maneuver, the GOAT. Dude, fucking, I love them. My friend Nick Pierce, hot ref Nick Pierce, um, yeah, is on it now. Uh, I fucking love Nick Pierce. Nick is great. He yeah, was dude. Probably one of the only people at the lab taping that I had an extended conversation with. Um, dude, fuck love Nick Pierce. Um, dude, what a new was great. Uh, fuck pro wrestling tees. Oh God, God, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll be having what a maneuver store opening. I'm not going to put a timetable on it. Uh, January 15th, there'll be a, a chemical MV in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. Uh, we'll be there. Um, we've already said it at the beginning. Me and Cody are going to be there. Cody's going to be doing some something with the I, show. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, at this point, uh, shooting, I don't, I don't know if I'm working or I'm just showing up. Like, they have not made me buy a ticket, but they also have not added me to any group chat like they did last time or told me anything that's going on. So, I could just be showing up for free, which is if still sh- fine. If you're showing up, you can see him at the merch table. Exactly. And for $5, you get to trap him. Motherfucker says who? Uh, me, the boss. <laughs> the boss? Uh, motherfucker, the I quit. You have no show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're going yeah, Ridgefield Park in New Jersey for Chemical MV selling merch. Come by, say what's up to us. We might have some free goodies, you know. Like, and by might we will. We'll have free goodies. Um, the merch store already hit that. Tony Mamaluke shirt. I've already said this. Once that drops, all proceeds to it will be going to rain. Uh, I sent Tony a, a mock draft of what the back of the shirt's gonna say, and he responded with a laughing emoji. So we had the okay from him. Uh, trying to think what else I have to say. Um, I think me and Cody are going to try to do these on Sundays now. Try to record on Sunday, have them out by uh, 
Monday, hopefully, it just depends on my work schedule. I work early on Mondays usually. So we'll see how that goes. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, leave a comment on Spotify or whatever if you can, Apple if you can. Thumbs up, thumbs down, five star, one star. It don't matter. We don't give a fuck about you. And goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>